0: Hey gang, it's Fillmore. For those of you who are jonesing for the extra Sunday episodes, no longer available on YouTube, you can access them on patreon.com slash Jim Fix, J I M F I X. If you sign up for the whiskey sobbing computer board level at $2.50 a month, you'll have access not only to those extra Sunday episodes that are no longer available on YouTube, but you will get 50% of the Patreon content. Going forward, if you would like full access to all Sunday episodes, all Patreon content, including the last 32 episodes or 33 episodes produced thus far, just sign up for the Black Kluge $5 level or higher. If you want to give us more money, uh, you are more than welcome to. For those of you who don't do PayPal or Patreon, rather, we have a PayPal address as well, johnnythegreek21 at gmail.com. For those of you who cannot get Patreon to work and would like to use PayPal as a method of monthly payment, we will only accept donations from the Black Kluge level or higher, and privately, personally, we will send you all the episodes on Patreon and the Missing Sunday episodes, of course. I can do that. That's Raise
1: your right hand and say, I swear on the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm not fucking wrong. well. I swear in the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm not fucking Robin. Okay. I I really think that uh, that was a confession that she's fucking him. <laughs> she's, How? She
2: mentioned the charity. Well, hey, I she start. She that charity. Jesus just uh, where's that end? What? Hey, I'm she...
0: starting a foundation. That means that she's screwing the
2: guy. Cool. No, no, no. This has
1: been a long time coming. Yeah, but she's mentioned him a hundred times before. So why is this the announcement? Because okay, a charity when you go into a charity with one person, that's almost like making a baby. Um, Robin, the 34 I think should go up to 44 on um, the narcissistic chart because I can't exactly remember what Howard said. And she goes,
0: Oh, thank God for people like that. And she was completely referring to herself.
1: <laughs> John, I, big wrap-up show yesterday. I heard Robin on the wrap-up show with her. Guatemala, 15 Foundation. I, You know what? I'm resenting the 15 Foundation. Why I feel, are you resenting it? I don't know. It's too much 15 Foundation on the air. Everyone's afraid of you around here, from what I can tell. Oh, people stop are like, it. I go, so don't give any money. And they go, Oh no, I better give money. The bigger issue here, even beyond today, is that Robin's charity's totally taken over the office. Whether it's on air, where she's slipping in charity stuff into the news, whether it's Sal and Richard, whether it's me looking up contact, whether it's her uh, assistant that's just dropped in the middle of the office when no one knows who she is, if she's in and out of Tim's office. It is, I, there's more charity work going on here now than radio work.
3: What's the big deal? <laughs> well,
1: the big deal took up an hour on the um, wrap up show. You know what?
3: I said I to get into this conversation? Goodbye, Jason.
1: Well, Jason, I don't know what to say I i do. I think I, I put I my. I don't want to have
3: this conversation.
1: She's upset. Okay, she wants to talk to you about it you
3: know what I, I i just have to respectfully quit this job right. because i'm just a torturer to everyone here i'm a miserable cunt who doesn't even say good morning apparently and what are we supposed to be talking about
1: you're getting you're, listen, he you listen i wants more i'm done you're not done you wouldn't I leave.
3: Yeah, and then uh, you know we were having a great time. It was a good evening. Yeah, and I
1: then got something some bad information
3: happened. Information that really rocked me, and it just <laughs> fucked
1: my weekend. I could guess what it is, but I'm not gonna. I think I probably figured it out. Really? So, uh, yeah. Somebody betray you? It felt like a betrayal.
3: Yeah.
0: Welcome everybody to QF a podcast about Howard Stern. You know who this is. I don't even need the intro, but it's Jim Fix anyway. And welcome to Sam, of course, wearing her Shuli duds. How are you, Sam?
4: What is it? I'm wearing Shuli duds for real? Oh, I'm wearing you, my '90s hairstyle.
0: I thought that was. Oh no, it's not. When I when you first got on, the light was still being adjusted, and I thought it was the Shuli jacket that you wore—the Howard 100 one, the yellow one. Um,
4: this one. No, I'm not wearing the gold jacket today. Gold today is just like a. Tan tan suede trench trench jacket.
0: So that's that's where she puts the guns in. You need one of those long jackets. That's Everybody, right. I'm
4: always packing, packing. We are. <laughs> absolutely nothing. <laughs>
0: you're packing more than Robin packed in the marathon when she was running. <laughs> I um, would shoot
4: myself in a in the foot in two seconds.
0: <laughs> You've said you're not a runner. You're never were you never a runner? N-
4: yeah, I could never run. I have um, knob knees. Like, they turn in. I was born with, like, knees that turn in. So I don't run because it looks embarrassing. <laughs>
0: so so someone criticized you when you were running once and, and told you that? Because you wouldn't have known from, you know, you're yeah. looking down. Oh, yeah.
4: Running. I did a spirit assembly in high school. And somebody said, why do your legs run? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what is happening? And I was like, so, really? So they give and you a complex
0: I, for the rest of your life about running.
4: Oh, yeah. I'm not running.
0: Okay. I I love
4: to dance. I'm a good dancer. I can't run worth a shit because I look like a maniac. It's weird because when your knees turn in, what happens to your legs? They run out. Your legs go outward.
0: Well, they don't run in a
4: straight line.
0: No, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's a little – it looks a little – if you look from a certain angle, it might look a little odd. Um, at any rate, Robin, we did some of the research, guys, about the marathon stuff. We are trying to – well, this is going to be the last episode of 15 Foundations, so apologies if it's too long. But if it's two episodes cut up or one big one, this is going to be the last one. So, <laughs>
4: Speaking so, of running.
0: <laughs> so um, the first clip is called Robin Quits the Stern Show. We're on May twenty seventh, two 2010. Uh. After this, there's a massive drop-off in 15 Foundation um, – <laughs> Stuff I, and so yeah. Go I ahead. just
4: gotta say, I'm so glad we've got to this point. It's been, it's been so long, and we're finally at like the pinnacle. You know, yeah. it's just amazing. And it's so 10. enjoy everyone. Not,
0: it's not episode 15, unfortunately. We couldn't swing that, guys. Sorry.
5: Scott says, after 25 years working together, he doesn't feel like he really knows Robin or has any kind of friendship with her.
1: Nobody here has a friendship with Scott. I mean, who's he kidding? Go ahead, yeah. He so wants friendship.
5: Oh my goodness!
1: Despite- didn't you draw? Didn't you go home with him in 9/11, and you said it was he horrible? Was very
3: gracious to take me
4: home.
1: And you said you couldn't wait to get out of there. No.
4: <laughs> Scott wants friendship. I mean, guys, who, why would anyone want friendship after 20 plus years and taking you home after a terrorist attack?
0: God, those the shock absorbers in car, shot in Scott's car must have taken a real hit that day. Fuck. Um, what a
4: piece of shit.
0: Well, yeah. And the other thing is, I should I, sh- I should have prefaced this. Sorry, guys, because I don't know how far you've been in the uh, the the uh, saga or not. Most of you are caught up, but in the last episode, we tapered off the last bit of it where she told Jason goodbye, Jason, and that was the 25th or 26th of May. So this mm-hmm. is leading up to a whole week of fuck Robin and fuck 15 Foundation, and that's pro. This is this is the ultimate reason why you never heard more of it on the show.
4: Plus, she's already heated from oh, yeah. all of everybody so it's a combination of everybody being upset and being free to speak about how upset they are with the bullshit going on with the 15 foundation. Finally, Howard seems to be not giving a crap about how it's being talked about and he's letting it fly freely. So then we have that Robin can't put out the fires. It's like putting a bandaid on a bullet hole at this point. So Mm -hmm. she's aggravated. So this is just the brilliant pinnacle.
0: I have a real quick question. So this is Lisa G coming in to, to tell this quote unquote story. Do mm-hmm. you think this was, I know obviously it was deliberate because Lisa G wanted to give this story, but do you think there was malice behind it? Or do you think she just thought she'd, you know, make some drama for the air and that's what they're really about?
4: Well, I think that there was so little that um, they could cover regarding what else is going on. Okay. I mean, in the in the Stern show world, do you right. know what I'm saying? They yeah. can't really cover Howard's personal life anymore. That got the kibosh.
0: And Artie's so, gone, so there's not the, that that whole yeah, like, half that, of the show that is gone. Was,
4: yeah, and that was a huge part of the news because obviously everything he was doing was news and right. nobody put a stop on that. So, you know, you're left with a whole bunch of nothing. You got to cover that.
0: Artie leaving really was like you left... You left the house for work and when you got back all the sofas and chairs and tables were gone.
4: Seriously. It was like a divorce.
0: Yeah. It was (laughs) Brutal. (laughs) She took the ice cube
4: trays. (laughs) She did. He did. Everything.
0: Everything. Lock, stock, and fucking comedy bone. Even the baking
4: soda in the back of the fridge. It's all gone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I spent the rest of the afternoon figuring out how to get away.
1: Uh, You know, Robin, uh, now that we're in the car together as a result of the 9-11 tragedy, I uh, was wondering if you'd want to open up to me. (laughs) Did he have anything to say to you in that car
0: ride?
3: Oh, uh we was three of us steve the engineer was with us too oh
0: i don't know how i don't know how scott would get a fucking word in edgewise with her and the was robbins in the car there's no room for anybody to talk
4: i i mean what would you talk about we just had one of the scariest <laughs> things that happened to our country <laughs> what are you going to say
0: scott how- have you mastered the 710 split yet
4: <laughs> how's your li- how's your dating life going i mean yeah. jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Well, he's a conversationalist. Oh, so the three of you were in there. And yeah. you just wanted to get the fuck away from Scott, right? And
3: then there was no way for me to get home after I went all the way to Jersey. Get to away ben. from and so Scott. No,
4: was- you, know, you want to get away from the terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? You want to get away from the asbestos.
0: <laughs> that was awful, man. Jesus uh, that I know I I, I like I, they're they're. I mean, they're making light of it. Okay, it's ten years later. Whatever, fine, or almost ten years later. I, but but I mean, you, know, they, you have to shit on Scott even for this, really?
4: No, but it's Fillmore, think about this. If you were downtown working, okay, and you're wherever you are, and say it's a couple blocks away from you, right? you, you are so appreciative of whoever would take you yeah. away from that situation because you don't know what the remnants of that are. Yeah, that's in three major buildings fell down. I mean, and you just have no idea what would come after that. Of course, you should be appreciative. No, you're going to be upset because you're in a car with Scott. No, you'd be like, thank you, God.
0: Um, yeah, even if it was Scott Engineer, who, yes, okay, he's not, uh, hes not I don't know, he's not a charming raconteur, but at least he's doing you solid and taking you home when you can't otherwise get there. Just be grateful, you fucking bitch. Jesus.
3: We're stuck with Scott, and I spent the rest of the afternoon going, all right, how do I get out of here now?
1: Yeah, you didn't care. Tragedy, Schmagity. <laughs> tra- I'm getting out of here. The
3: terrorism struck <laughs> the World Trade Center and me.
1: So he's upset with Robin <laughs> because...
0: Yeah, but I mean, I mean, okay. she the reason why she had to lose weight was because of 9-11, so why should this not be about Robin as well?
4: I'm sorry, can we put her up on the 92nd floor?
0: That's <laughs> awful. Why?
5: Well, he says despite Robin entering his studio every morning to give him the news clips, he says she just comes in, gives her the clips and leaves. They don't talk. Scott says Robin has never invited him to anything, and if she did, it would just be to use him.
1: Well, you know, he's got to understand, too, she's busy working. You only it's like it's a rush time. You
0: can't sit. Isn't this like the the Gary uh, Tracy thing? He's working like they're busy, that kind of bullshit. This is what he's trying to spin it as because he knows she's going to get pissed off now. And of course, she does.
4: He knows she's bubbling and blowing and just the way Lisa just delivered the news.
0: (laughs) Matter of fact, (laughs) 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 You know, it really wouldn't have been much different if she says, uh, Scott says that Robin is a big, smelly, fat cunt. And, of course, that, uh, (laughs) you know, like if you just said it in the evening news, it would be no different. The cadence would be just the same if you just swore and cursed like a sailor. It
4: is... <laughs> Plain <laughs> speak.
0: Okay, so you're gonna hear it from the uh, from the newswoman herself. So just uh, I mean, I mean the real the real newswoman, not Lisa G. you I know what? I,
3: I I just have to respectfully quit this job,
0: right? Because
3: <laughs> I'm just a torturer to everyone here. Hmm. I'm a miserable cunt who doesn't even say good morning. Apparently, and <laughs> what are we supposed to be talking about?
1: You're getting, you're, listen, he I'm wants done. more from me. I'm you. done. You're not I'm done. done. You wouldn't I've leave. I've had it. I've had it. You're not leaving. Go yeah, ahead.
3: We're ha- leaving today. Uh, you guys can do the you're show. You're not without leaving. Me. I'm-
4: <laughs> 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 She's cured. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Where's the ice cream truck when you need it? <laughs>
0: Well okay have you ever uh, this is this is a, quite a quick question uh, I know it's I, I hate to do this but <laughs> have you ever been in a work situation where someone literally had to walk away to get the, the things were getting so heated they had to walk away from oh, their yeah. job yes
4: um i <laughs> uh, i it had you. a situation <laughs> – <laughs> no um i had a uh, there was this um older woman who hated things that sense like any smells. So if like we couldn't like we, there were signs that were literally put because she complained to the union. So like nobody could wear perfume, cologne, anything at work. Yeah. Yeah. So that there were signs posted and everything. Well, she smelled somebody wearing cologne and it was this one person who worked there for a while and she didn't get along with him. Well, she through she she he walked by her at the time clock and they didn't get along in general and she goes I curse the day you were born God have no fury and she was, was she... going crazy. She went Hold on, was ballistic she... She retired a in a week. She was about to retire. She was gonna give herself about six months. <laughs> at she did that speech, she re- she shortchanged it and she retired Jeanette. She retired the next uh within that week. That was it for her. She blew her gasket and retired.
0: Was this, was this lady Southern?
4: Um, she was from the South, but then she moved to the North. She was older, um, African American lady. She was hysterical. I adored her. She hated 95% of everybody she worked with, I was one of the people <laughs> she didn't hate. I thought she was hysterical. She always said, yeah. Morning, honey. And she liked me. Everybody else got everybody else got a look of hatred. And she go, hmm. When she wa- like she just was a miserable person. But I got a kick out of it because she was nice to me, but miserable okay. to everybody else. But, and then well, she blew so- up.
0: Okay, so as a parallel here, like Robin, like okay, she's insufferable during the 15 Foundation, but do you imagine that even in 2010, 2009, she's a bit of a holy terror in general to work with anyway, no matter who you are?
4: I think she's a probably a terrible person to work with in general. And I think that she was probably the worst when the truth started coming out about the 15 Foundation. Her relationship with Brendan started crumbling. Mm -hmm. She knew that this was going to be whole hell embarrassing because it had to do with Anne Marie. So you know that there's office chirping going on around you. Most likely. It's not just it's not just this interaction that bothers her. Like we could just take this at face value and be like, huh? Why are you leaving your job? Nah, it's not that. It's the fact that, you know, so much is going on behind your back.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, well, and this is again, she doesn't want to ever be seen as the evil person or the bad person. She's more than happy to push on someone uh, to jump on somebody else. But uh, this and so Lisa's gets a but little it, contrite here. Yeah,
4: isn't that funny that you said she doesn't want to seem like the evil or bad person yet. She's saying, oh, my God. But I also was in a horrible situation because I had to go home from a terrorist attack with Scott yeah. Scott of all yeah. people. Yeah, you're, exactly. you're not helping your case.
1: Right. You say stop it. You this- know,
2: Lisa
3: and her fucking stupid news report right. like this is
1: news. Robin. This is exactly Robin. Uh. Robin. that <laughs> yeah, uh, what are you doing? Yeah, she's being silly. Really? What was you? what was this? It's all taken out of context. When somebody comes up to you Robin, and goes, what
0: are you doing? Listen, Robin,
1: you gotta take it into con- What? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was no joke. She walked out. I only wish I had the video guys and at one point I did, but it's a long time ago. I think they've scrubbed it for good reason. But um I've I've this never the, Yeah. This is sorry. a
4: Philadelphia book signing all over again.
0: Yes, and then I think in around two thousand or so, they were mocking her for having done her news while she was in Aruba or something, and she put together her news, and then she came in, and Jackie's going, "Yeah, it must be really hard on on the beach to write, uh, you know, news stories," and she got all <laughs> fucked off, and she stayed, but I, she wouldn't speak. Remember?
4: <laughs> I love that clip i love that day and she remember she goes i have to i have to bring it i have to bring it i have to take it with me i have to do my work (laughs) what are you talking about it was the most embarrassing it was the most embarrassing plight for working why are you bothering just say you're fucking off
0: yeah, exactly. So, um, the, the, but as far as her walking out, there's not too many other examples I can think of offhand. But she's definitely, yeah, blown a gasket like this more than a few times. Um, either way, Scott's going to come in. He's going to try to explain his thing. And Lisa's going to feel bad. But I know she's like gold, 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 gold.
4: You know what's weird is she didn't walk off when they were making fun of the charity. No. Right.
0: Or, or the trip to Guatemala, you know, like.
4: Yeah. The important yeah. stuff, the important things that could have mm-hmm. sullied the project that were was going to bring funds to underprivileged people, supposedly, that was fair game. And she had no problem with that. But nope. this. No, no.
1: Nope. Lisa comes in and goes, what do you think of Robin? I go, Robin's nice. Do you. Do you have a friendship with Robin? No. I'm answering the questions she's asking. Do you, does Robin say Fine. anything to you when when she comes in and gives you the news? No, she doesn't say anything. Right. So I'm just saying what she's asking me. I'm not complaining. I didn't. I wasn't the one that volunteered the information. Lisa's eyeing Robin's chair right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stop it. So she, this was her plan. Th- th- she started the thing by coming and asking me questions about Robin. Like, do you? I like Robin. I mean, you know. But the questions were all slanted. OK, a little bit more towards how come it wasn't, you
5: it wasn't slanted towards anything. And I didn't hear anything that you said I like Robin. There was nothing like that on the tape. I Well, there was, said no, that.
1: there was no question. Like, do you like Robin? Uh, it was I all it was all like, um, how come you don't. I, 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 I don't think. Well, right, well, good. All right. Thank you. All right. Robin obviously hurt by this. Wow. All right. Thank you.
0: It's funny. If you listen to Howard's tone of voice, he sounds fucking giddy like a kid in a candy store.
4: I was just gonna say he sounds so amused.
0: You know, you know that kind of a that when he goes, "Yeah, she's upset." Yeah, it's like he's ready to fucking, <laughs> he's ready to fucking make the glaze.
4: <laughs> because you can tell the difference of, for example, when we listen to the Avalo interview. Yep. When he says, "I, I don't really think this is interesting." I don't really, you know, he's not amused. You you can totally tell a difference in his voice when he's feigning. He's feigning. Um, well, but he's giddy as fuck. Like he knows, mm-hmm. Oh, I, I can't wait to prick this nerve some more. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah. He is. And, and what was that one line he used? I don't know. It was already was in there. He said something like, uh, it was early already days. Like, I don't think, I think he might've been he even been in his guest and he goes, I love how to control people. I love it. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. So he's never it, it doesn't really affect him in except for the fact that he's going to have to deal with her because he's the only one that's going to deal with Robin. Like he's the only one that's able to tell her, look, come on, whatever, and placate her because and she will do it because she's a pussy inherently anyway.
4: If if it was Robin seriously leaving, let's say back in the day when he needed her to, you know, step and fetch it when he was, you know, in career peril that would be a different story but now nah he's totally Mm -hmm. enjoying this
0: all big time
1: well you got any other news (laughs) (laughs) anything else to make somebody else walk out yeah (laughs) what else you got
5: i'm very upset
1: well the news must go on my dear what else do you have
5: oh this was something that was reviewed with other people so i just feel badly
1: any other colin quinn stories no. Okay. <laughs> A little bit more. No. no. All right.
5: All right. I will tell everyone that next week is Wasted Week. Jeff the Drunk hosting the greatest drinking moments from the Howard Stern Show. It starts Memorial Day on the Howard Stern Show.
4: How interesting. It's Wasted Week, Jeff the Drunk, and then you think and fast forward to the summit. We have pictures of Jeff the Drunk. Yeah, that might be funny. We got to take that down. That's got to go. <laughs> that that can't be. It's so you marketed your whole brand mm-hmm. on these whack packers, an entire identity for thirty plus years, and then suddenly you're lambasting the people for not understanding the brand that you marketed for thirty years. That's that's coherent.
0: It's also, uh, it's also ironic that while we're talking, hearing this promo for the Jeff the Drunk Wasted Week or whatever, Robin's pictured in this particular video <laughs> clip with a, a glass of wine in her hand, <laughs> but you guys are not going to see it, but I'll see if I can uh, put a picture in the in the uh, Patreon or what have you. Yeah. But one thing I wanted to say, it's interesting, do you think, on that note, do you think it was basically, after Artie left, they they went extra hard on the Wack Packers for just extra content and then burned out, like they burned out the, the golden egg, the goose that laid the golden egg with the whackpackers and they should have tried to get newer whackpackers or just
4: um you know. I think I think they probably wanted money.
0: Oh yeah, that's definitely part of it, but do, do you think also in the, just in terms of overexposure and having the, some of the whack packers come in way too often cuz now it's certainly a regular to have Debbie the cum lady in and well, not so much Wendy the the sorry, Wendy the slow adult. Um well, but, you're
4: saying you're saying having whack packers on as like an organic thing. Now right. they have whack packers on as like almost like a real housewives of something. It's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a scripted reality show. Sure. So that's different from when they had them on back then and checking in. And Shuly even said as a whackpack Wrangler, you know, that was his job. And he used to actually go on sighting, do the job and really talk to these people or like, yes. uh, what was her name? The, the Snoopy lady or whatever. Under, under, underdog. Underdog. Lady. Sorry. Snoopy lady, underdog lady, um, underdog. So, you know, I think that it was entertaining because it was organic. Yeah. And I think they wanted to get paid more. I think that it took staff away. That meant that they would have to pay other staff then to help with the show. Because mm-hmm. then they had to have more people with the Whack pack doing yeah. bits with them, so that's taking away more people and more money and more time. So then they were like, "You know what? Let's just shift this."
2: Mm-hmm.
4: How are we yeah. gonna let's pay a bunch of millennials to write shitty comedy bits for yeah. exactly what we want. Um, we're going to turn the whack pack into a staged reality show. That's mm-hmm. already script pre-written. They can maybe say two or three things off the cuff. We know and, where it's going, and that's it.
0: And not only that, it, if it's scripted enough, you could actually practice the the exchange with someone and figure out roughly how long it's going to take to eat up of your show. That way you could actually run your show like a watch, and he never used to do that when the show was good. Right, like he used to. He used to eat into some other show. He used to eat into the wrap-up show sometimes because the wrap-up show used to be anywhere from fifteen minutes to forty-five minutes or to an hour, and that was all time that he decided. No, I need it a little, little longer. We're having fun with Gilbert in the news. Let's keep going. And Gary's like, okay, we got seven minutes to wrap up. That's it. Wonderful.
4: Right, and yeah. I, I even think about it with Beetlejuice. That's how oh, you yeah. know that they couldn't keep going with the whack pack because the whack pack demanded more either some of them got representation oh yeah or they got a clue mhm
1: chance all right uh thank you lisa g and uh, i will take lisa a break Glassberg. i will go see Teach how robin is doing i will check in on her Good luck. and try and keep Teach everyone that work. up and together
0: Okay, guys, the next clip is actually Robin getting kicked out of the U.S. Open from uh, September of – sorry, September 3rd, 2010. As some of you know, the U.S. Open fin- starts in I think the, th- the last Thursday or last Monday <laughs> – I might be confusing it with Thanksgiving – the last Thursday of August. And uh, she had day tickets to the U.S. Open, and there's a famous picture of her and Brendan Murphy looking like – very not pleased um, in the stands during the day tickets oh, and what yeah. and, and what I looked into it basically what it is is you have a certain certain amount of time I think you get about maybe three matches during the morning and the afternoon and then there are maybe two matches in the evening but they're they're priced differently of course and um, well, they're they're like anywhere else if you have concert tickets for this concert and there's another one like next. Uh, lined up in the same venue. It's not like, oh, I can stay overnight and watch that concert as well. She overstayed and was a rude asshole. And she just acted like, oh, I don't know. It's like anything else. No one told me I had to leave, even though it's on your fucking ticket.
4: It's like a festival. You have, you know, you can't do that.
0: Right. And if you have specific, it's like seed tier seating and all that bullshit. So, and then you guys listen to it. It's actually one of the most obnoxious, She's ever been on the show because she claims someone, you know, she heard the N word being thrown around. Yeah, at the oh. US Open. Right. Come on.
4: It, it, you know what? I think if this happened in maybe the political climate or something that we're in now, maybe Robin could get away with this shit. Yeah. Because just, I could see how this could happen. But back then, not a chance. What, what your ticket said was what it was. And it yes. didn't have any less or more to do with who or what you are, what you look like. It's the fucking ticket and what you paid for.
0: <laughs> so we, um, she often went to the U S open and she took Ralph sometimes. And the reason why we're concluding this is because Brendan was with her for this particular thing. So it wasn't 15 foundation exactly related, but I'm, um, they, the 15 foundation people all went with her for this. So, <laughs>
3: Well, I was busy being thrown out of the uh, president's.
1: <laughs> the, the president's suite. suite? At the US Open. <laughs> what do you mean? What happened? <laughs>
3: well, it was kind of weird because uh, I had weird. day session tickets to the suite, and uh, how do you get those? Uh, somebody, a
0: friend, got them for me who's on the board. <laughs> <A friend>. mm-hmm. <laughs> her, and Robert, her and Howard those weird. Yeah, and it's Weird. Weird. It, it's, yeah, I'm bummed out. Word. Oh.
3: And um, so we were invited for the day, but, you know, I was working last week and, you know, got there a little late, and so I saw the end of the final day match and then ran into some friends. I saw John McEnroe there, and I told you I saw,
0: saw Star Jones and her boy Okay, so she missed the first couple matches because she was working and and she had to go late. And then she decided in her, I know this, I know the mentality. She decided, I have day tickets and I paid good money for them or somehow, whatever. I'm going to get my fucking day's worth. So I'm sticking around longer until they kick me out. That's exactly what happened.
1: Boyfriend. Boy, you've got some friends. I mean, these are famous friends. uh, Look at
2: you.
3: I'm not friends. I just know John from having done the show. So I said hello. Oh my God. And, you know, Star and I started talking and Rob Thomas was there. Look from at Match this. 20, Look at you. Here we go. So we're just standing there talking in the suite, and they were like, well, we're sorry that you didn't get to see much. But, you know, we're fully, fully booked for this evening. So you'll have to leave. All
0: right. Right. Which is what they do. They usher people out when they have don't realize they're supposed to fucking leave.
4: I don't get how. So. Because, you know, people, you don't think that time exists anymore
0: that's exactly it time yeah time rules um behavior they're all relative
4: now i can understand if you're at a club at like two in the morning or something and you're like oh my gosh i didn't realize how late it was my ride's here something like that this isn't that this is Wimbledon. It's a I mean, no, it's the
0: U.S. It's the U.S. Open. Oh, but it's yeah.
4: The US, I'm sorry. It's the U.S. Open. You're you're at a daytime activity. Mm-hmm. Who cares who's here? You already even said pre going there that you knew that you got there late. Mm-hmm. So you're you're you full well fucking know what you're doing. Who cares, Rob Thomas? <laughs> Star Jones. Matchbox <laughs> Twenty. Give, John give a I'd leave just on that note. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I mean, Christ, the you need now is Dave to t- Dave Matthews to come in and uh, get, then you need to get firebombed. Um, I, I don't know. I think.
4: Uh, should like, I mention Jack Johnson or are you going to jump out of a window?
0: <laughs> why not? Fucking Jack Johnson. Throw him in there, too, with a bit of napalm. I could be, I'd be happier with a pig <laughs> and shit and maybe a little Adele. I'm getting fed up with her these days and her diva bullshit. Great voice. Oh, my God.
4: But- she she, she she annoys canceled. the fuck out of me. She can't. I watched some video. This poor girl has <laughs> tried to see every Adele show. And she unfortunately, every time she goes to see her has canceled yeah. on the show. Yeah. And this Las Vegas show was yeah. the day before they have had a co- entire coliseum. Yeah. Right. I mean, it would be like Britney Spears canceling. A Coliseum, you know what I mean? It's a residency. Well,
0: these, these people had to make they had to make travel arrangements, hotel arrangements, unless, you know, unless they're lucky enough to have someone who lives in town, they can bum a room off of for that night, whatever. But most people, the average person, they it's a get, lot of one, money, pay, pay for the fucking tickets, which I'm sure sure does not cost, you know, peanuts. And then you're in the nosebleed section. And on top of that, she cancels.
4: You, you you have to pay for the tickets. You have to pay for most people don't live in Vegas. So you have sure. to pay for the flights. You have to pay for the hotel. The plane tickets alone with what fuel is costing right now have to be astronomical. I'm sure. So yeah. travel travels a pain in the ass right now. Yeah. yeah. So you do all of that shit. And then she cancels last minute. And because she cries on Instagram, you're supposed to feel sorry or something.
0: Oh, God. No. Yeah. I'm like you the fucking- day before. Yeah, that's, no. if I were me, if I were me and I would hurt like if I were her PR agent or whatever, her manager, I'd say you're not only going to refund, you're going to play a fucking free concert for these people. They already paid their money. So they it's not free, number one. And when they come back, you're going to give them like each, I don't know, five hundred bucks or something, some something you're going to sign. You're going to do it's a PR nightmare. So the only way to do this is go over the top and make it a spectacle. She stayed. She signed, you know, 50,000 t-shirts or whatever the fuck and hand out free t-shirts like so there's cheap ways to do it and there's easy pr ways to do it anyway uh, i love her i love her singing uh, not so much all of her songs but that fucking the behavior i'm hearing about her fuck Oof. her
4: yeah very robin
0: yeah <laughs> it's a very aretha franklin-ish
3: and I wasn't trying to stay, but, you know, we just kept talking and talking. And then Star says, oh, come on, let's have dinner. And they have this whole dining room there. So we wound up having dinner with them. But we didn't know, I guess, we weren't supposed to go have dinner.
0: Yeah, what do you mean, I didn't know we weren't supposed to have dinner? You knew full well you your fucking tickets were good for a certain time.
4: There's a time on the ticket. When the time is up, you go. That's right, lady.
0: Yeah, (laughs) she's like that house guest. Was it John Lovitz, the house guest that wouldn't leave or something? (laughs) Does SNL sketch? She's like that. She's like, I'm gonna just, I'm wait, I'm staying here. I'm getting my fucking day's worth, Uh, even if I came two thirds of through through the session.
4: You know what? Put it in this picture. This you're in high school. You have lunch, and you decide. You know what? I like this person who's in this period. I'm gonna Mm. stay. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Fuck. Fuck economics. Screw statistics. (laughs) I think I'm going to stay for another taco for this period. Right. No.
0: Right. And the teacher's supposed to say, okay, yeah, no problem. Enjoy the taco. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You go. You're there for this time, lady.
0: And on the 15 foundations dime, which happens to be hers, I believe, based on the donations. (laughs) she Ooh. put in 50 g's of her own money into her own charity which is what you should do if you start up a charity but i mean oh my god the subsidies I, I, I love we'll have to revisit the um the financials later when we tap when we finish this one up uh at the end because the trail off of the fucking 15 foundation is even sadder than the uh, whole idea the inception of it so let's go with a little more <laughs>
3: sitting there talking and laughing and everybody's having a good time and I guess this caused the commotion in the suite because they were like oh my god they're still here
1: you wouldn't leave <laughs> like you moved in
3: yeah, we like, yeah because there's. Oh, go but why, would,
1: why would you assume you had to leave you had tickets to be in there so why should you assume you had to leave
3: but uh, you know there's a definite day session
4: and night session oh, kind of thing going you didn't... because there's reservations yeah so you're taking up a table For guests who have time periods who would like to frequent the place that you're sitting, you fuck.
0: And also, the staff have they need some turnaround time so they can clean up, perhaps, or straighten it up so that you know the people that are coming in don't they're not looking at you know the end of a fucking bender like at the end of a fucking tailgating party. <laughs> so, like, you, who knows what it looks like? You have to clean up or do like stupid serviettes are on the floor, all kinds of little shit that happens, you know. And um, unbelievable, like it's just the height of narcissism. Yeah, I guess like it's, for for example,
4: be. I remember I had a cabana in Las Vegas for when I was at a hotel and we had it for a certain amount of time. Right. Could you imagine if I just decided to say, fuck it, I'm right. going to stay, even though this other person paid thousands of dollars for the same cabana and it's their time. Right. Well, but I just. Wor- yeah. You know what I mean? So so it's not racist. It's not nasty. It's just protocol. It's business. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, shouldn't shouldn't the Shouldn't the really the confession be? I lost track of time. I was having a great time. My bad. I'm really I'm really sorry to the US open people because they could be listening also. And maybe next time give you shit next time you want tickets and completely say you're not you're not allowed to be here.
4: Well, see, that's that could be understandable. I mean, I think she was trying to pull some shit. But if she would have came off like, I am so embarrassed, you know, I feel really guilty about this. And Mm -hmm. I made I made a situation that is super unnecessary and I feel bad for the table that was coming in and trying to sit down and whatever. But instead, she played victim race card. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Realize?
4: I realized that, but I, you know, like,
3: you know, it just kept happening. And then they said, "Let's go." They have this bar there, and it was like, you know, we
4: were gonna leave, and let's right. go upstairs <laughs> and have a drink. Is this all free- Wait, wait, wait. So, so they told her to leave
0: multiple times, apparently, based on what she's saying.
4: And so she left the table, but then went to the bar. She's that person. Yeah. That's a nightmare that you yes. can't get to leave. So you say, Okay, your ticket's over with. You have to leave.
2: Miss mm-hmm.
4: Quivers, I'm sorry. Um, the table that was supposed to be here, um, they they're they need your seat. You you don't have a ticket. Okay, it's time to go from this section, ma'am. Okay. And then they just make their way over to the bar and ignore <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were gonna make it so like, oh fuck you, you're gonna have to move me with a bulldozer. Out of this place, me and what everybody, a- every one of my fucking on
4: Her and her art grifter friend. Yeah,
0: yep. Who's a much. nobody? Yeah. Maybe if you get these tickets, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> <Schnarras>. <laughs> <laughs> <Freeloges>. <laughs> she also figured if I'm with John McEnroe, they're not going to fucking eject me. You know that was going through her head.
4: Right. So she was probably trying to attach to him, like you know, flies on shit.
0: Yep, absolutely. She was, she was banking on celebrity to get her out of reality. Yeah. you like homeless people.
3: Well, I was just like, you know, I was just sitting there and, you know, somebody kept pouring champagne. And then all of a sudden, you know, this woman who had said, oh, I'm so sorry, you're going to have to leave. And then was, you know, like, I guess I didn't notice there was a commotion going on about the fact that I was still there. But apparently yeah. there was this commotion going
4: on. You, and finally,
0: so he's a fucking passenger. I was, told. You know, I didn't know
4: you did it. You did know you thought that you were going to get by because you were in a group with people who paid mm-hmm. for both for both periods of time. Yeah. And you thought that was going to be enough, but you're not Howard Stern. You're Robin Quivers.
0: They probably would have told Howard to fuck off, too, to be honest, because if he didn't have tickets, because let's be honest, like that's that's major business there. CEOs pay pay shitloads of money for these fucking tickets, too.
4: I'm not sure about that just because I I don't know. I'm not sure how that would have worked, because I know Howard has, you know, done this in multiple other arenas Mm -hmm. where he doesn't pay. Sure. and somehow stays gets in there and he does yeah. he's he's kind of known for doing that
0: well there's basketball and there's tennis and look how Spike Lee was treated at the uh, at the Knicks recently, right. not, not too long ago so there's protocol and some po- at some point the uh the Chief, the Muckety muck or whatever organization, especially tennis because they're so shishi and they're so like uh uh you know very prim and proper. I kind of I, I don't mind watching a tennis when it's important matches every now and then, but I would never go to one of these things because the best seat is your fucking TV. best seat in the I'll, house is really home.
4: I'll tell you what the bills would not take any of this you'd be but you'd be bum rushed into a folding table in two seconds flat, Robin. <laughs> Well, there you go. She shows up with two
3: tickets to another section, and she says, here, here are some tickets, and this escort is going to show you out.
1: Wow. They, uh, they, they, you... Get
3: a drink and get out of here.
1: Is <laughs> that what she said? <laughs> get out?
3: You know, she was being very nice, but but essentially it was like, here, take a blanket, just go. Just...
0: Wow. This.
4: Wait this a minute. Is so, 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 work, Like an no.
0: employee or, or somebody wrangled her out of there.
4: Right. But let's let's pick this apart. She's saying it this way to try to make it seem like the employee was being mean,
2: mm-hmm. okay?
4: Mm-hmm. She gave her a blanket. She probably wasn't mean at all. And then mm. she, Robin just said, no, she was being very nice. So was she saying it in this mean, aggressive way that you're presenting it with this cadence and this affect and this, you know, volume, or was she being nice and giving you a blanket and saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Listen, you don't, you don't have this time period of tickets and we have other people. So I really apologize that you didn't have this, but here, please take this souvenir. Sweat. And yeah, and we hope to see you next year.
0: Well, yeah, they were doing, in in those situations, you have to be very savvy and how to, you know, usher someone out, some the, some of the cattle out of the fucking room. And, um, in this case, yeah, they tried to do it in as smooth a way as possible. But I clearly, if she said they multiple times, the, the soft approach wasn't working. Like if she counted on them to go, she, uh, sorry, the, uh, the, the staff there probably counted on her to get the fucking hint and, you know, like people would and say, okay, we got to make ourselves scarce guys. Let's go. It didn't work.
4: Right. So I'm saying, like, I think that they were nice. But then by the time she got to the bar, they started bribing her to get out.
1: Yeah. Get the fuck <laughs> out. Yeah. Just please go. So what were you embarrassed?
3: No, I was I was I I wouldn't have. But it was kind of uh, awkward at that point because I was just like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize.
4: Why would you realize uh, they told you? Why wouldn't you realize, lady? Can you not fucking read?
0: It's the height of entitlement, self- entitlement when you when you uh, relay a story like this, and this Ugh. is the one this is the one story I really wish they'd had callers call in, even though most of the New York callers would have been like, "I don't know if I'm fucking tennis, but it sounds like you were being a bitch, Robin Sorry, fuck you." but they, I, they knew she wouldn't have been able to take it.
4: I'm the New York caller. What do you mean you didn't realize? Yeah. Robin, you totally yeah. realized and you were trying to fucking pull a scam. Anybody who's pulled a fucking scam knows it. Yeah, That's what you were doing. Just mm-hmm. own it. Yeah. You know, uh, that we were causing a problem.
3: I, You could have said go at any time.
4: All right.
3: So that was uh, kind of funny. And then the next night, Martina... Navra- Navratilova was gonna walk me into that same suite
1: and boy that didn't go over it didn't go over well
3: didn't go over well at all
1: but you're with Martina Navratilova well
3: Martina you know didn't say get there at any particular time the night session <laughs> so
0: Robin oh. doesn't have to show up at any. she can go in any time willy nilly saunter in like a big fucking I don't know like a big balloon go ahead
4: this is the Guatemala trip at the fucking US Open yeah. Miss fucking I can show up in my Juicy sandals whenever the yeah. fuck I Feel like it and yeah, hi I'm here. Martina's Is gonna
0: walk me in
4: It doesn't matter when the flight comes In it doesn't matter when the book signing Is it doesn't nothing No this is the height Of entitlement and narcissism. Honestly, it's <laughs> disgusting.
0: Have you heard Deborah and my uh, breakdown on Patreon of the uh, the Robin's mess? Or, or like yes, and that's that's another one where I don't know where this stuff came from. I didn't, you know. She's a passenger in life. She really is Dorothy on the little. Was it the Yellow Brick Road? And all this shit just starts happening. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's unbelievable. And so, like I said, a caller would have been perfect here, but not in 2010. No, not when she had already walked off the show a couple months earlier. For Well, that's being, why we're
4: know. covering it.
0: Yep. Bingo. Forever. She starts at Forever. Seven. Yep. 7. Right.
3: I got there at like 6.50, and she was headed out the door to the theater. So her manager tried to walk me in, and that oh. didn't go over mm. well at all. They were like, no, she's not on any list. Because you're the uh, lady you never leave. She can't be here at all.
0: So that just goes to show you, the U.S. Open doesn't fuck around with guest lists oh. and uh, with uh, famous people. Famous, not famous, it doesn't matter if you don't have because it's a security thing that's the real main issue.
4: Also you're a, you're a skeeter. You're skeet. You're fucking you know what I mean like you I've I've gone to clubs where I'm like you have to be here if you want to skate by this line with me. You have to be here with me at yeah. this time. If right. you are not there.
0: It doesn't work. You're going we-
4: to have to wait the fuck in line.
0: Do yeah. you understand me? Yeah. And if
4: you're not there I'm not coming back out to get you because it doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah. You can't. How many times you say, oh, my friend's in there. <laughs> my it doesn't work. They don't give a fuck. They really don't.
4: And so so, so now she goes not for she, once, twice. So she goes for a second time for this mm-hmm. act. And this time she involves Maria Naritalova. <laughs>
0: Marina Naritalova. Yeah. I mean, and yes, a big deal in tennis. She's a legend at that time. And she's still not is. on time. Right. <laughs> Yeah, not even on and, time, not even able to yeah, get there when she she's supposed to. It
4: involves the manager.
0: Yes. But, her. you know, she, she clearly went to the man. She called up the manager or called up Martina even and said, look, we're, we're on our way out. Like, you this, you're, you're 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 the deal was to show up at this time and you're on your own.
4: That's exactly it. Of course it is. It's saying, and, yeah. oh, of course, if you show up with me at this time, we you can be my guest, like being at a gym. And you can have a guest pass, but it's for this allotted amount of time where you can have a guest pass or something. But then the person shows up two minutes before you're done working out. Is that going to be your guest when you're gone? No. What's a skeeter? Skeet, like skeet by.
0: You bankrupted
1: them when they were champagne and dinners
4: she can't be here so then her manager walked me
3: over to another suite and just told us to go in there and i'm standing there talking to christy brinkley
0: and (laughs)
3: jeremy sisto and chris
0: (laughs) everett was in there look at you (laughs)
4: Um, you
0: love that what a name dropping piece of shit jesus
4: christ she's name dropping like a drone bomb
3: Anyway, uh, we went out to get something to eat, and when we came back, there were two people there saying, get out! Mm. <laughs> and
1: we were so like, you're what? like a known schnurr.
3: I guess, right. but, but Barb had brought us in there and said, just go in here. And, and when I told the woman, well, Martina's manager brought me in, and she goes, yeah, she didn't belong here either. I threw her out. Mm. <laughs> and now wow. you have to go, too. So um, it was kind
0: of an interesting time at the open. Sounds like they hated their fucking guts. Get the fuck out.
4: It just sounds like a bunch of name dropping, trying, you know, like you know, you don't belong there, but you're going to be like, okay, I know I'm not on the reservation list. I know I'm not on the list, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to do my I get it. I Mm -hmm. understand what she's doing. Yeah. But then just say what you're doing versus saying I'm so confused. Yeah. Just see like what went, you're doing like I tried my best. To right, scam. I tried to be
0: famous. I tried to be famous for a night.
4: Yeah, I tried my best to scam my way through this and I yeah. failed.
0: Right. What I don't understand, though, she had the money personally to be there night, day, night, day, as much as she wanted. Now, it's true that if you don't – if its availability is an issue and if tickets are gone, they're gone and no money is going to get you those things when they're gone. Um, So I think that might be the situation. She couldn't actually get – she was too – Slow on the uptake to get stuff in advance because she usually is, and then she decided, no, we're going to go. Or she promised she could get tickets to Brendan, and she wanted to be the big shot and that kind of thing. I have a feeling there's a little of that going on.
4: I have a feeling that that has a lot to do with it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Let me let me get us in here. Watch how it's done, son. Right. Yeah, son. (laughs) I mean, uh, I'd be humiliated. (laughs) I mean,
1: I would. I mean, you don't want to be known as a person who's no, a, a, a no, schnur. No,
3: no, no. I was just, I, I had no idea You're that a was nudnik.
0: causing <laughs> Let Quivers come in and show you how to make the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All of this trouble. You're a nudnik.
1: Like, <laughs> enough. They want you out of there. Get out. They were nice to you, and that's enough.
3: Yeah, but, you know, things got, uh, you know, one of my friends who is not black said they heard the N-word being thrown around by some people in the oh, suite. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the people who were, you, know, you? talking. I don't, I, you know what? I didn't hear the conversation. About you and Star Jones? There were just the, some old.
0: Yeah, they've got Serena and Venus Williams at the U.S. Open regularly, but they're going to, in the suite, start throwing around N-word bombs.
4: In front of the most liberal Hollywood crowd yes who would cancel you in a heartbeat and ruin your life older people who have probably been around the usta for a long
3: time and apparently uh the presence of uh
1: black people freaked them out
3: yeah i guess uh, too that, many maybe there were too many too
1: many blacks in one area <laughs> and also like probably being loud and drinking and we and, being
4: loud
0: uh, maybe you let out oh a few yeah. laughs <laughs> or something. But it's
4: not being loud <laughs> <laughs> no
0: <laughs> <He>
4: just,
0: <laughs> Howard just said you should probably let off a few laughs. <laughs> you think he, he knows? He knows who he's working with. <laughs> you were annoying the old white people, and then you probably—you know—they see you there
1: eating and enjoying. It. You know, they remember the day when you weren't even allowed into the That's match. You
3: just be serving, right?
4: <laughs> it
1: was just annoying. <laughs> Times are moving too.
4: Ju- so this is this is a conversation based on something Robin just may have may, heard, made her up. Yeah. And now they're going on a fake made up tangent about nothing that really happened.
0: Right. Back when they used to burn crosses at the U S open in the suites, you know, and it was, you know, it was acceptable. So yeah, that's the narrative is like we supposedly someone who wasn't black <gasps> supposedly heard the N word being thrown around but it, uh, honestly, you like even in eighty eight. But Robin didn't hear it. Yeah, she didn't hear it, and she's claiming, Oh, I didn't hear it. Yeah, someone else who did. Told they her said that? they heard it. Right, Brendan.
4: Oh, uh, no, he didn't. Yeah. W- 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 would Daniel Carver show up at the open?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like-
4: hey Robin, you still owe me ten grand.
0: I like those Williams sisters. I like the way I like their backhand. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the N word. Oh, uh, hey. yeah. 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 Oh, they, right. think, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, why in the world are those N words doing here? Yeah,
3: get those N words out of here. Yeah.
0: Right. Oh my lord! Like, this is the what? This is what you could do. You can gaslight people with this bullshit.
4: Gaslight? You could just make it up. This is completely made up because you're not. You're not on time. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not on time. You made up a fucking lie. You tried to smooth your way into staying and nobody wants you there.
0: I could see her like pulling out a quivers, a life copy and saying, I'll sign this for you if you let me stay.
4: Christy Brinkley doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> you know what you gotta do? What? Next time, put on a waitress uniform. They won't be so offended. <laughs> they won't kick you out. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, she's a waitress. She's allowed here. Come in on the wall, oh, can I have, Girl, a warm. Girl, come here.
3: Yes, you know, nice to see you again.
1: So, somebody hit the shuggy buzzer on you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's an that, that alarm. Oh. <laughs> That's horrible.
4: So, Robin just knows where to go with this. Yeah. To not only make up a lie and change the narrative about her yeah. complete nonsense, but to yeah. also trigger Wiggy. Oh into yeah, this, to get him going. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: He's in hog heaven. All of a sudden everybody every as soon as a black person at the US Open, everybody's getting out of there. They're moving now, like if they move into your neighborhood, you move away.
4: Now he gets to quasi talk about racism like he Understands and yeah. he's gonna be, you know, but him pointing all of this fake racism that didn't happen out is just mm-hmm. him reveling in racist behavior. By well, the way,
0: absolutely, yeah, he, this is gives him carte blanche to be a fucking bigot and uh, an outright racist, yeah. and then ultimately, uh, riff that's what he needs on the show desperately in 2010, and what better way? But so, she's and she's happy to, she's happy to, you know, roll into that parking lot for sure.
4: Oh, my God. Uncle Tom strikes again. Yeah. Been off And I didn't notice.
0: These sponsors are taking over our box.
1: That's <laughs> 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 Star Jones and Robin Quivers and <laughs> the rest of them. I came here to watch Rafa. Not yeah, Rafa.
4: We only want to. And but if I'm wrong, Star Jones was on The View at the time. I think so. So, you're right. That show was on every day. If anybody would have mentioned n-word anything during that period on the fucking view oh yeah
0: Are they you, would have heard about uh, it
4: never that would have never happened
0: yeah the it would have been national news like the US open and and that's one thing that sports certainly can't um they can't get past like if it happens with them the way it has happened with other sports uh it would collapse the whole deck cards like the whole house of cards because it's it's it is so it's considered a shishi sport and that would just dr- drag them down to the gutter and all of a sudden they'd be you know football you know like uh, what's his name michael vick it would be on right. michael vick level type of controversy
4: they want they wanted diversity they yes. wanted because it, it, it adds a level of cool
0: well yes yeah, an, and it's an international sport i mean every tennis player is from every country in the world so, they certainly yeah. wouldn't want that getting out there and that being the main story, the headline. Oh, you know, racism row at, you know, in presidential suite at US Open, controversy ensues. I mean, they, they you know. Star-,
4: Star Jones and Robin quivered called right. N words at the US Open.
0: <laughs> right, I mean, exactly.
4: Come on.
0: Or <laughs> even better, would say something like Star Jones and friend. <laughs> <laughs> like Robin wouldn't even get top of <laughs> the
4: Star Jones and Howard Stern sidekick.
0: <laughs> Star Jones and Della Reese. <laughs> sorry, we apologize. <laughs> they're going to have a retraction. Sorry, attraction later.
3: Mercy out on the court.
0: Not the N-word.
1: <laughs> the only N-word should be on the court. But they're out of the tournament.
3: I'm sorry.
0: I don't mind when they're on the court. Although I don't even like that.
4: What a... What is this yep. accent supposed to be?
0: So it was kind of. I don't know. It sounded a little uh, Transylvanian.
4: Was that supposed to like be a throwback you... to Billy Westmard's shot that missed entirely?
0: Uh, it didn't was, even like, a...
4: <laughs> <I> was like <laughs> throwing a basketball on a roof.
0: I love that Tommy Lasorda quote he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a fucking boat <laughs> <laughs> so that's Freddie Freddie of those impressions
3: have, uh, hey. kind of interesting
1: hey
2: what's up? hey now
0: Yucco, can you believe this Robin
1: got called the n-word
3: <laughs> I can't believe it Get out of my room.
1: <laughs> what I can't,
3: I can't believe he got another fucking cat Howard. that must be some
2: good pussy Wow. What are, you, what are you thinking,
0: man? Well, I'm enjoying the cat. I'm are actually. Really... Okay, I don't think there's much more, but we'll let it play out. There's only about 20 Ro- seconds left. Robin
4: didn't get called the N word. Robin made that up and thinks it. Nobody said that. This is a complete <laughs> farce. But let's get Yucko to comment.
0: <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. All of a sudden, we have a perfect way, window to crowbar a racist clown into the fucking discussion. <laughs> Literally. Looked perfect.
4: Go- come on. Who should we call who should we call in to corroborate the story? yeah, no.
0: yeah, perfect <laughs> now, guys, um, this is the clip a lot of you've been waiting for, but it's I don't in a way, I don't understand why because it's so ambiguous, it's like when we were discussing Emily Stern's problem with Robin, they don't really get into the real like they don't they don't really get into details, we have to infer I, a lot of stuff
4: well, this is why they're waiting for it,
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess because.
4: But. Because of the vagaries, so you are waiting for somebody as salient as you and somebody as cutting as (laughs) high to rip this apart.
0: Well, either way, we know, we we heard from the, uh, we know after the fact that basically Anne-Marie, the former office, um, the head of the office, which, who was replaced by... Well, yeah, she was the office mattress, whatever pin cushion I like to use. Um, She was replaced by Tracy Millman in the office. I used to think it was uh, Robin Rudzinski, but I think somebody else took
4: her position. You don't think it was professional to go clubbing with Robin and (laughs) Brendan Murphy? Those drunk photos we have to put up during this because they are just astounding. I mean, even in my most drunk moments... I don't think I've looked that intoxicated. They look oh. ridiculous.
0: I, I'll see. A lot of them have disappeared due to time, but I will I'll, i know I'll find them somewhere. Oh, and I, I have will a find them. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, <laughs> go in the Wayback Machine or something. Um, at, at the, here's the thing. Anne-Marie was used by Robin because I think they were friends, first of all, but they were still friends even after she was off the show and, you know, finished uh whatever her stint there she was some kind of i looked it up she was she had some kind of connections to managers of celebs and stuff like that i guess being working for the show she maintained contacts with people in the business so that she could get a hold of her and get numbers and names for these events that robin was trying to throw or at least you know at least she could they could be contacted through her and then even if they didn't go to the event at least robin had that you know person she could call to maybe get them to an event
4: She reminded me of like a Samantha Jones of the office of sex in the city.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, um, the betrayal, (laughs) if you look at the party photos, I mean, no one ever says it, but it's clear she fucked Brendan. And that's what and Robin. And this is the thing. The whole stretch of this fucking saga. She's like, oh, no, it's all about the charity. But ultimately, it's what we Uh, want. She wanted to fuck Brendan clearly.
4: And then wanted nothing to do with the charity after the fact. That's right. Also, Anne Marie really, this situation mm-hmm. bothered her so much and felt like such a betrayal, right? Mm-hmm. But how could you not see it play out in front of your eyes? Especially when you even look at those pictures when they're out oh. at the club. Oh, it's fuck. like, listen, Grandma. You're at the third wheel. <laughs> I, don't, really, I don't I yeah. don't know how you could have such blinders to the situation.
0: Well, it's a narcissist, I suppose. I mean, like she was in her upper fifties. She had to be like closing on sixty at least, Robin. And and, and she and, that, and she's just uh,
4: shuffling him around to yeah. these like high profile events like the tennis thing that we covered.
0: Oh yeah. And
4: other galas and openings and whatever. And it just seems to me. I don't know how somebody could be that stupid.
0: Wishful blindness, I guess. I guess. Uh, But I mean, the denial is a powerful drug. You know, it's cocaine.
4: (laughs) It's really a sad state.
0: Well, I remember my one of my uncles who's passed away, God bless him. But he was at a club one time, which was basically for if you were under 30, you could go there and no one would bat an eye. But he was there at like 50 something. And I saw him at the bar and I go, who do you think you're fooling? Like, honestly, because he, he said, hey, how you doing, nephew? Come on over here. I'm like, look around you. Do you see any other people closing on 60 in this bar aside from the owner? Yeah. And and he got I, I embarrassed him and he got really upset over it. But I said, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to uh, not tell you the truth because you're embarrassing yourself here.
4: Listen, I don't have any problem with people older going out and having fun. I think that there's like a weird sort of thing that's put on people where you can't go out and have fun. Fun. Oh,
0: you can, but age appropriate locations, out. venues.
4: Correct, and I also think if you're at an age inappropriate location be with your spouse or something yeah. like it should be with, like you're with a group of people yeah. or your spouse. You shouldn't be just like the lone oh, yeah. grandma, grandpa <laughs> at a fucking bar. I mean, that's just, uh, I, I don't get it.
0: Well, I mean, if you look at that photo guys and you we're going to show as many as but we then can, again, she you just what, looks like a word? demented I'm grandmother. Gonna, you
4: know, I don't hate that old people go out to bars. Like I don't, I just think, you know, why are you surprised that he fucked somebody else then?
0: Well, because she wanted to fuck him. She was just disappointed. I mean, and I get that. But at the same time, were you? Re- how can you really be surprised that he's not interested in you sexually? You fucking old... I mean, it's not... I'm being ageist yeah, here. I don't mean you, that. But.
4: but look at all that she laid down for him. The mm-hmm. groundwork. Yes. that's That's just hysterical to me. She has... She infiltrated her charity work, which was actually integral to her radio new show that was going on and her possible TV show, her whole new identity Mm -hmm. she was linking that charity work to. And she put Brendan front and center of this. So so that's a problem. Why would you you laid all this groundwork to fuck a guy? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that's well, this, really crazy.
0: Well, this is my, okay, this will be my question to you then regarding this, because we're talking about transparency. We're talking about denial. We're talking about people who might lack a certain amount of awareness, self-awareness, in the, as the case may be. Do you think um, at this point, she, okay, pre, 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 even pre-betrayal, does okay. You, does, is she aware that she's, does she have the awareness that she really is doing this just to fuck him?
4: Yeah, I OK. Did.
0: And so is, does she know that, you know what, I'm a fraud. This isn't a charity event. This is bullshit. This is just yeah, a, a front. That's
4: why that's why it, that's why it um, disintegrated so quickly. And so did the image. And so did the entire push for all of these um, Sylvia Center, Mima, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It, it all went away, guys.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, well, like these, like the charities, some of the, the, most of these charities might still exist, but her involvement and her involvement and then, of course, 15 Foundation. No, they don't. 15 Foundation stayed uh, together for a while, but then disintegrated into nothingness. So I try
4: to, I try to put myself into the mindset. Okay, I'm thirty five. Okay, thirty five. So I think of my, I try to put myself. Okay, what if I'm fifty five? Mm hmm. And it still doesn't click to me because I don't value myself or think of something that I want to dominate. Maybe it's because I'm engaged and maybe it's because I'm happy in my life. But even if say something happened in my life where Rick wasn't there or Mm -hmm. I don't have somebody I'm going to, I'm going to fake care about things and And string this guy along with it just to get just to it's just crazy to me. I just don't understand this mindset. I think you should be a boss in your own mentality of like, yeah, you created this. You have this. I mean, I, I just don't see myself being like this shallow.
0: Well, the other thing is, it seems to me like get it's, it. It, it's way too much work for too little payoff. I mean, it's not like, not like the guy was Robert Redford in his prime. doesn't I mean, look like it was as Mar- as Artie would say, a young Mark Hamill. He he was okay, whatever. He was younger. She wh- oh, what no, I think-
4: please. He was not okay. He was he was an average, average at okay. best. Okay, fine. hardy fuck boy.
0: I okay. mean, <laughs> you know, he looked like he looked like a uh, nebbish machine gun Kelly. <laughs> I mean, like really? Okay, so here's here's the thing. She does all this like you. you she would been better off getting going, get a fucking massage and telling slipping the guy an extra hundred bucks. Say, look, just jerk me off or something. Honestly, I
4: agree. Or like there was just so I, I don't understand Why? That's my problem with this entire situation, is I don't oh, get yeah. the why. And I well, can't I- understand from her point of view in life and money and status mm-hmm. why.
0: Well, because because the problem is money, money and status and, well, not influence, but let's just, you know, whatever little influence she has doesn't substitute for brains and actual self-awareness. And she is just as much in her own NPD, her own version of NPD or narcissism, at least, as Howard. She's unwilling and unable to see herself as we see her and as everybody I, else does.
4: Plus, I think, too, you know, Howard bought Bath, right? You know. Obviously, Mm -hmm. the contract, whatever they have going Mm -hmm. on there. Mm -hmm. And she sees that and thinks, well, I can use some of my capital to get what I want. I want to fuck that artist
0: and also get
4: that guy.
0: And also keep in mind, she's feeling really good about herself because she's lost all kinds of weight. So she thinks that weight loss equals, "Okay, now I'm Megan Fox.
4: Oh, yeah. Of course. I mean, did you see her on any of those shows that she did for her subsequent, you know, she just, she really thought highly of herself then. Yes. And had a whole new attitude about it and the charity stuff. Mm -hmm. So then we have to also think about how she approaches this. Think about how Howard approached Beth. Now Mm -hmm. I'm going about this in like, okay, Howard approached Beth in the way he got her. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows what it is, but because it's a man doing that to a woman, it's more fine.
0: It's normal, at least, unfortunately. It's
4: normalized. Yeah, Yeah. that's just what it is. Everybody, you know, who doesn't Mm -hmm. know the Anna Nicole Smith story?
0: Yeah, we've seen this movie many times and some of us have starred in it. Tons. Yeah. So, But but it's the reverse this time.
4: But then Robin is, I think she thinks she could do this. And yeah. was trying to do this because if you notice, Beth got involved with the charity Beth yeah, got involved point. with North Shore Animal League
2: mm-hmm. and
4: Howard put her front and center of that. So isn't that odd that all of a sudden the guy Robin wants to fuck is now fronting and being a part of the charity. He's the lily symbol or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. And he's front and center with his artwork, with all of her charity. It's right. really odd how he's she's trying to parrot and mimic all of the same things that Howard kind of thrust upon us with Beth, which we thought was a little weird, but not mm-hmm. as weird. But,
0: but not only this, but keep in mind, he's also trying to sell a brand, that fucking saw thing that he went to that, court over. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and of course, he won. But um, nevertheless, he was still taken to court. It was it was a bit of a, a hassle for him. And so he's trying to. Sell himself as an artist, but he's also shilling his own products. Yeah, exactly. And and the fact that Richie Wilson admitted as much, and he was just a throwaway comment. He goes, "Oh, the grifter."
4: Yeah, that's right. We got that in the interview too. That's another great. He knew, and so that means if he knew, they all knew. knew.
0: Yes, and why couldn't you say anything to her? Why couldn't someone who was tight in the organization tell her? Because you can't tell a narcissist anything; they won't believe you anyway. They think whatever I got supersedes the truth. Right. Reality, is, I, reality is a fucking urinal with a cake I piss in.
4: I also think, too, Fillmore, Beth and Howard had more of an arrangement, whereas yeah. Robin had more of a, I hope to make this an arrangement.
0: Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the Robin book, for example, like the the Quiver's a Life book, not talking about Education of Robin, which we are going to cover eventually. Um, that book was a direct kind of re- reply to private parts. That was her thinking, yes. well, well, I can get a book made and I got, I got the offer. Now I just got to create the bullshit story. And then right. go out with it and promote it. And then Miss America was a response to Quivers of Life because he was like, and if you because if you look at Miss America, guys, there's nothing in it. He nothing. had to put that out to show her. Look, you, th- I'm the fucking boss here. Don't you dare release a book on my time.
4: It was literally cartoons and fake omissions and nothing. <laughs> it was horrible.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. Sorry, a little congested this morning. Um, so she can't, well I was going to say there's there's that expression no good deed goes unpunished in this case like no narcissistic deed goes without response from the bigger narcissist and with the two of them it's like spy versus spy or something they've got to constantly, one's hitting the, the other over the head whenever they can. He has to show her her place, that's why that fucking book came out as quickly as it did, kind of without any fanfare or as much fanfare as private parts because maybe Simon and Schuster, Schuster, excuse me Schuster had the option but he was going to re- wait two years to release his book. No announcement until after she's done her book. Bullshit. He waited for her book shit to be done and surreptitiously He's going okay. Let we got to put another book out together to show that I'm the king. And I do. He did.
4: I do. I am grateful as you know an a hate listener now and realizing how taken we were that yeah. that exists just on the cover alone. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. For me. You could put that out and make any amount of money you want all day off that. The takebacks, we get the kickbacks, the dividends we're getting from that book. Bring it on.
0: Both books. Yeah. So here we go, guys. Here's the betrayal clip. Sorry for the preamble. But again, it's an important clip and it's kind of the linchpin of the whole saga. So it is a little important and necessary to do a little exposition there. So, yeah, so you know,
4: we don't just. Uh, sorry. You no, know, we don't just. You know, play things, not prepare and laugh it off. We actually structure arguments,
0: just a little bit. Sarah, mm-hmm. who else? Bob
3: Saget and uh, Jeffrey Ross, mm-hmm. and Sam Simon and his girlfriend, oh. who just got engaged. I didn't even yeah. know it. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, and then uh, you know we were having a great time. It was a good evening. Yeah, and I mean, I got
0: something some bad information happened.
3: Information that really rocked me, and it just. <laughs> Fucked my weekend.
0: I can guess what it is. Incidentally, guys, this is approximately. Let me let me get the date right. Uh, I'll be one sec. Uh, betrayal. I think it's the twenty sixth of October, two thousand ten. Because there's the next day. There's a little bit more talk, and we're going to go into that. But that's that's okay. the date. Okay.
4: So he says. Some he bad said news first. Yeah. I think something bad happened. He
0: knows. Yeah, So
4: he knows. Oh, yeah. So feigning ignorance does not apply when you're the one who says, I think something bad happened. Mm -hmm. He knows.
1: Yep. I'm not going to. I think I probably figured it out. Really?
4: So, uh, yeah. Somebody betray you. It felt like a betrayal.
3: Oh, he knows. I'm I'm still trying to figure that out. I I just I'm I'm sort of reeling.
1: You're going to cut the person out.
3: I'm really Cut it out God.
1: like
0: a cancer. You
3: know what? Another thing I figured out,
0: cut it out like a cancer, Robin, you know, oh my God, that's such that's such a poor choice of words. G- given the con- historical context.
4: Yeah, it is a poor choice of words, but I also think this has a lot to do with anonymity and um, it has a lot to do with protecting the spaces of your privacy when it comes mm-hmm. to his life Mm -hmm. projecting. So you cut that shit out that is going to expose you in any single solitary way. And this wrist exposing something, I think not only for Robin, but for Howard. In what way? Because I think they gained a friendship and Marie and Robin, right. And, And him and Brendan. And I'm positive that there were some sort of exchanges that were had during this time period. And I definitely think that after the betrayal, Anne-Marie and Brendan both probably scared the fuck out of the two of them Mm -hmm. from, could you imagine that phone call I don't think it went the way we think it went about, like, I'm hurt. I think it went the, along the lines of, I just got betrayed by Brendan with an employee who knows things because I said things. And mm-hmm. what do we do? You well, cut could, them out like cancer. Yeah.
0: Well, the, the thing is, it would also be just as simple as they hurt me. So cut them out. It doesn't even necessarily have to be surreptitious, you know, exchanges and, uh, oh, you know, they, they gave information or intel that that uh, they shouldn't know, but they do know and they shared it and blah, blah, blah. It could be if we, on, on Howard's behalf, it would be simply as simple as, uh, um, you know, that guy fucking he, he called me an asshole. So fuck him. Cut him out of my life. That's it. That that's, as, it that's, as little, that's as little as what it could be.
4: This is all my speculation. Sure. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: there's that's certainly a good theory. um, But Anne-Marie had been off the show, let's say, four to five years at this point. So anything, any kind of information she had is. Right. But then then you have enough
4: time to build it up and and make it um, you have enough time to scare people into not doing or saying anything.
0: Well, again, yeah. When we talk about control, guys, it's funny. It, it 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 kind of trickles down to every aspect of his being. He needs to control the environment. He needs to control the flow of information. He needs to control um, the uh, the the lighting, the camera angles. He needs to control his own clothing. because isn't, he needs it to control his sexuality. isn't it
4: interesting? Isn't it interesting if you if you take this and parallel it to the Jim Florentine breakup? Okay. Okay, They wanted to discuss that. Of course they wanted to discuss that because they knew there was nothing that was dangerous about discussing it. Mm -hmm. They wanted to pry Robin open for that discussion. They were willing to, whatever. We want to know every detail. Even Mm -hmm. Howard News wanted to know everything about that detail of that breakup. Why is this off limits why is this concealed and couched in such a way that is this so that to me sends a message of it's more than Robin having hurt feelings and being betrayed
0: um, well it it could be that but also it could be like he knows that if they if this happened of course and he knows it happened he doesn't have to ever fucking hear about 15 foundation ever again which he never wants to
4: Right. Well, of yeah. course. But he's so, expressed that he doesn't like it before. Yeah.
0: But I'm saying like even a, a, like an answer, like a, just an, uh, like, a you know, never like even a quick plug somewhere or some mention. Oh, I was at a gala for the 15 Foundation. And so, let's say it's a, like a two second mention. He doesn't even want to hear that anymore.
4: No, but we know he doesn't want to hear that stuff. Fine. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is. The relationship in with her and Brendan.
2: Yeah, yeah.
4: He would want to hear about it and pry it open.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: He would want to hear about it and pry it open. Mm -hmm. Think about that and put it alongside the the Florentine breakup. Mm Hmm. Well, like the the whole the whole point that doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, well, this is exactly it. Why can't she discuss this betrayal on the air?
4: Why can't she? They talked about everything with the Florentine breakup, everything. Some of it was vague, right? And they Mm -hmm. didn't care. They pile-drived right over it and just kept picking and picking and picking it apart, okay?
0: And as I I recall correctly, she gave the information on the Bubba show, and he was pissed off that she announced it there before on on the Stern show.
4: That is correct. So what I'm saying is... What is going on here that the initial reaction to this is immediate secrecy? Yeah. Is immediate not disclosure. Right. That is weird to me.
0: Mhm. I don't again it could be as and simple so these as are I don't my wanna, investigator I
4: investigator ears perked up because I could see the difference of one versus the other. Right. And it just it's something to note. I'm well, not saying there is but I'm saying That is something to point out of a notable difference.
0: I see also that, but I'm playing devil's advocate. It could also just as easily be enough about Robin. It's this show is about me. I don't want to hear about it. Like let's get back to me, that kind of thing on a surface level.
4: But he's had been saying continuously, let's get back to me and had been making those points previously as we covered during this saga.
0: I will say this though, this is more to your point actually. When this clip starts, which – okay, this is a 10-minute, 30-second clip that we've shortened because it is just her talking about the gala and all this bullshit. He has the, – the fact that he they dance around the whole point for seven minutes before they go into it makes me think more along your line of thinking because – He's not sure how comfortable and she is talking about how much of this. Like, he doesn't know how much she wants to talk about on the air. But he does know that she may want to talk about it. And he, being a Yenta, would love to hear all about it. Because for two reasons. Number one, it's knowledge. And they crave knowledge more than uh, just as much as supply because it gives them power over people. And number two, he wants to revel in her fucking misery. He loves hearing her failures. Makes him feel better about himself.
4: He likes hearing failures, but he doesn't like hearing it at the cost of information possibly being jeopardized at his expense.
2: Yeah. So this
4: is where and this is why I think I might be right on this. I'm Mm -hmm. just saying, Okay. these are my inklings and instincts and you could take it or leave it, but I'm pretty good at them.
0: All right, let's keep going.
4: What else I figured out? Yeah. I need a bunch of new friends.
3: First of all, Sarah Silverman has like the greatest bunch of
0: guy you friends. You need a group of
1: new friends. I've been saying that. Okay, who at 60 anyone, says anyone,
4: that? Anyone who has guy friends who yeah. says, I need a bunch of guy friends. If you don't have girl friends, there's mm-hmm. something wrong with you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can have guy friends. Fine. I have guy friends. But I have best friends, girlfriends, you can't, it's again, women who don't have Mm girlfriends, there are, that's something to be aware of. And that's a fucking red flag. Look at anyone who's listening, plant the flag and put it in the ground. Anyone who doesn't have women friends and can't keep them, that's a fucking red flag.
0: Well, let's be honest. Look at that book of hers. She barely talks about any friends. Barely. That's right. Yeah, Because she can't
4: keep them.
0: She can't keep them. But what it is, is of course, guys, the two of them are just insufferable, well, they're insufferable bores, but they're also narcissists and they burn people out. And that's anybody who's tried to make a friendship with them. You find it's just impossible because they're tedious. It's uh, all about them as they say themselves and they don't inquire about you. They don't ask how you're doing. You know, Robin right. might be a little better about that, but that's transactional. Like it's not really, she's not asking cause she cares. She wants to lead it up to segue into talking about herself.
4: It says a lot about you as a person. Mm-hmm. If you can't man, if you can't maintain friendships, mm-hmm. if you, if you can't maintain friendships and you are this flippant person who doesn't have deep friendships with especially women
2: Mm -hmm.
4: throughout the years of your life. Like I am still friends with my people. I grew up with in my neighborhood across the street from me next door to me. We get together once a year. You, if you don't have that, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I I truly believe that.
1: I would like to personally go through your friends and vet them for you.
3: G- and, give me a you know, list like of that was, look was at me. But f- wonderful
1: to see. Give me a list of your friends.
3: And I, you know, like a couple of people, I reached out because I was having this horrible. time. They were horrible. It was like I had to hang up from them because
0: they were worse than me. You know, so that's a, that's funny. Yeah, she was calling people, and she they were telling her shit she didn't want to hear, and that's why she hung up on them.
4: That's well, that's a narcissist. They don't yeah. like being called out on their. They don't like being called out on their false self, their false face. They don't be like being called out on their bullshit. Then they will gaslight you and call it bullying.
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: so Robin, as a celebrity, will call this bullying, mm-hmm. and then express it in a way like she did at the tennis match, right? As racial profiling. Yeah. And she becomes a victim when yes. it's simply just rule abiding. Or in this situation, you are fucking just not listening to what people have to say, and you don't like what they have to hear. You don't like the information. Sorry, well, sometimes critical thinking requires you to think differently.
0: Critical thinking—the person who, uh, you know, sent a scam money to Artie's sister, quote unquote, sister, and <laughs> found out it was all bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> <You> <laughs> remember know, like,
4: that? What the <laughs> fuck was that? You got if, fooled. If, by like
0: if we did yeah, a show
4: What was that?
0: If we did a show on these septi- these fucking these fossils getting scammed by people people Gary, some guy on eBay telling him, Look, I don't let's let's go communicate not through eBay. And I'll get this thing to you. He if got you, fucked don't, if over you too. don't
4: send me 10 grand now, yeah. ten thousand cats are gonna burn in yeah, a house. Exactly. I better well, get to it. Well,
0: here's the thing. You've got also so she's got friends that Even if they're not telling her awful things, they might be saying, I kind of thought this would happen. That's not helping her. She needs something to reinforce something else to make her feel better about herself. People telling her the truth is not going to make her feel better.
4: We've all been there. Like We've all had friends like this who need to hear this.
0: Oh, yeah. But but then at the cost, it's possibly potentially at the cost of losing them as friends. But then if you if they're that as they're if they're that flippant and that kind of emotional and unbalanced, then you you really probably shouldn't have them as friends to begin with.
4: But um, that's the, that's that's the red line, at least yeah. for me, because yeah. if you if you're not willing, you can sit on it. You can be mad about it. But if you're not willing to accept, I don't th- think you have to can you don't have to agree with it.
2: But you have to at
4: least consider it. And I think that's the point of everything. And including myself or you, have you heard information that you don't like about yourself that you're you have to reconsider? Mm -hmm. You have to do it. Yeah, You have to do it. You have to think, Okay, let me take a couple of steps back here. I have to reconsider
0: Right well I mean I for, I'll give a, I'll give a short a little microcosm I've heard complaints about the show for example that I there's some parts of them that I said, well, "Well, yeah, there's constructive stuff as I've taken in. I go, well, maybe that person has a point. Maybe I can cut back on this or maybe I can trim this or blah, 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 where I could change this and somehow affect the show in a positive way. That's fine. Uh, If I was just emotional, if I was purely emotional and also immature emotionally like Howard or Robin – I wouldn't be able to see past the criticism. It would just be fuck you. Fuck you. The show is awesome. I don't need to hear that shit. And I need to hear from people that will not tell me any different than this is great. Keep doing what you're doing because my my real echo chamber is you guys because you don't. You don't talk shit. If you think something is not good, you're going to say it. If we have same. an episode we think is crap, we're not releasing it. I pass no, it through same. to Raven. I pass it through to Sam. I ask someone else, do you think this is a good idea? And they go, no or yes. And when we because then we go forward.
4: I'm notoriously just volatile sometimes when I have a strong opinion about something. And... That doesn't mean I don't accept other opinions. So sometimes it takes me a second to digest it. And when I do, I think about it and I say, okay, they got a point. And then you reconfigure and you restart. Okay. I thought about this for a second. I had my moment of, I didn't, I didn't calibrate this correctly. I didn't think about this in the way you're thinking about this. I thought about this in the way I'm thinking about this. And now I'm digesting this information and I see your point. But you have to be able to be an adult and be able to see these points. That is our point of this Robin conversation is adults should be able to do this. And I don't understand how they can't.
0: Well, because we don't know that many people in our lives, the like these two. We and, you, and if you yeah. did have people like this in your life, you'd most likely cut them out by your gut. You'd say there's something there's something about this person that's off. You might not even be able to. You
4: would right. You might
0: you might not be able to uh, verbalize it, but you can say this person's not right. They're unhinged. There's something not normal.
4: You did that with me with one of my friends. I we remember we would talk about this person and I said, remember yeah. I would tell you examples. And finally, you were just like, you have to just cut this well, off. I, I, just, I, I
0: think in a nutshell, what good yeah. do you get out of this? And if the answer is nothing, then that person offers nothing of value. And I yeah. don't mean to sound like that's a transactional thing. Like if you don't do for me, I don't do for you. But life does work that way. If someone it, did nothing for you, why would you have them in your life?
4: Yeah, it was like an emotional guilt thing. I think yeah. I put on myself just because of the years that were on the friendship. You, you're, <laughs> you're good at that.
0: I don't know. I listen. I've there. I've had. Thankfully, I most of my long, my most of my all, all of my long term friends, we've kept for. I've kept for very good reason. I'm sorry to get down this uh, path, guys, but it is th- that sometimes this that helps when you're talking about podcasts like these, when you're discussing these things, uh, it helps you to maybe put some perspective in your own life. Um, I There's a great quote from the movie Dogs of War uh, with Christopher Walken. <laughs> where the guy goes, the, the one of the, uh, the shitty, the bad guys goes, you know, uh, Mr. Endine could tell you what a generous friend I am. You know, it would be good for you to have a friend like me in your life. And Christopher Walken goes, I got all the friends I can handle right now. (laughs) I love that line. Call me about it.
3: I I thought about you, but I was like, I'm not going to bother him. because I'm all the way out here. For that, you can bother me. I know. I just like, you know, because I was thinking back to another time that you and Beth really helped me during something. And I was like, oh, that was so great. But, you know, I'm all the way out
0: here. I'm not going to. Why does she have to fucking rely on Howard and Beth for anything? Shouldn't you at her age have a fucking team of friends to be able to call and contact?
4: Why does she sound like Dion from Clueless? Uh, it was so great. Like, you guys really help me, <laughs> but I'm fine. But this is the same thing. Like
0: in the book, she goes back to Howard and Allison for help. She doesn't have a single friend to call on. And later in the book, she it's her, her therapist and or, you know, and, and then that person retires. So all of a sudden, oh, OK, she's clear. You know, she's she's free. She doesn't need to go to therapy anymore. This and, is also, and still, you this don't see is, friends.
4: But this is also a very, if we think about the situation for this is a very telling, not it's, it's not that hard of a thing to accept or understand. So for me, how many friends do you really need to go to, to understand Mm -hmm. what is happening? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like when I watched the bad vegan on Netflix, how stupid do you have to be it drives me crazy so i'm not giving a pass to people because they're rich or they have a platform or they you know have more capital than you that they they're somehow better than us if you are that stupid to not understand what's going on around you entirely Mm -hmm. you're a fucking idiot i don't know what what you get
0: You deserve what you get, basically. I mean, like what they say, a fool and his money are soon parted. Uh, someone else is something the, the the fool should never have had the money to begin with. Let's be honest. And Robin is that fool. Call and me. A about- money,
4: and money doesn't make you a good person.
0: No, it doesn't. That's a, That's the other thing. It doesn't buy class. It might buy ass. That's about it. Bury him with this. I feel like I I've got it. I feel I'm keyed into something here.
3: And so, uh, yeah, it was a bummer. Tough weekend.
1: Hmm, I have a theory on. And I still had on. to
3: run. I still, you know, I wanted to like, you know, how you want to curl up in a little ball. And...
0: I have a theory on who I. I don't know. I wonder. And, I wonder uh, if I'm right. I
2: don't. Do you think don't I'm right? Discuss-
0: okay, we're gonna keep. I want to keep playing this out a little bit, but I will. But before before we do that, I'm gonna say right now because Deborah and I were talking about this months and months ago when we were getting into the the, the tail end of this, uh, starting to get a tail end of this series. That by the time the marathon comes around, this the marathon is post this, so she, that's why she doesn't even bother to really do it properly, and she fucks it up, and there's controversy with the finishing of it. She did finish it. I absolutely believe that, but I think there's a good chunk of that marathon where she just fucking walked or uh, took a cab part of the, way, the rest of the way and then ran the last 100 – maybe, I don't know, 500 yards or something like jogged the last bit because um, – she she's like the whole time. Think you're doing this fucking marathon for this because and this asshole did this to you. That's all you're thinking. You're not thinking about charity. You're not thinking about who you're helping, which you should be if there really is which about the charity. Be. Yeah. She's just going, I couldn't fuck him. Couldn't fucking couldn't seal it. Couldn't couldn't close the deal.
4: I couldn't get my remark. bath.
0: I need a bagel. And the bagel was <laughs> that's a whole other discussion. When we get into the marathon thing, guys, guys, that will be a whole the run for the bagels. Continue. Sorry.
4: No, she was thinking I couldn't land my bath.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do you think Anything I'm right? with you, you, no, do you think I'm Psychic. Do you so think no, I'm get right? Get away from me. Wait, look at me, and do you think I know what you think? Maybe I don't All know. Right, okay.
3: But uh, I don't want to talk to you about it.
1: Anymore. No, but call me off the air. Seriously. I don't
3: want to talk about it anymore.
1: Well, you better talk to me about it, because you're the dopey friends don't know really what they're <laughs> talking about. Trust me.
0: So for it's this, a, he's accessible, but everything, every other time, I don't want to hear you?
4: you no, know, it's a little and I think it's not just Robin as I watch like Bravo real housewives go through these motions. Yeah. It's really sad to me as a woman at a certain age, when you are curled up in a fetal position Mm -hmm. at some sort of age when you should have more wisdom than this about this, like, and you're acting like teenage soup for the chicken soul kind of behavior.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And it just, I can't believe the people that I grew up, you know, kind of thinking of pillars of strength or feminism or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And now we're we've devolved into this blubbering, divorced, psychotic acting people of and we're celebrating the, this behavior. I just I don't get it. And I don't understand Robin's behavior. I really mm-hmm. don't. Because I would mm-hmm. never in my life embarrass myself like this. Yeah. Ever.
0: Well, um, some people do crazy things for what they think is love or what they want to be love. And maybe when you try that a, hard. That,
4: that's also a sign like, of abuse too. Like when yeah. you say, I did it for love.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, so did OJ. I mean, like, I don't get that. I don't believe that you aren't in control of your own reality, that you can't see what's going on around you. I just have no ability to believe this.
0: Well, this is this is key. And I believe Brendan first showed his hand, his whole cards too quickly. And he could have run with this for another couple of years if he really wanted to.
4: And see, the thing was, when he first came on the scene and we started this, I called it out immediately. As did Richie Wilson, as did most people. So for me, I just don't have any. I don't understand how you can be in the fetal position of something that was so fucking obvious.
0: Because for some people, they got to be outside the hurricane to see the damage that's being caused, and she, in this case, is the hurricane. And so the idea that she is going to have some perspective, or she's going to—you'd think someone of that age and that station in life should have the knowledge to suss these things out and these people out, but she doesn't. He doesn't know because Marcy Turk took him. Marcy Turk takes Wiggy for a ride. That's an even bigger grift than Brandon. Yeah. Uh, so these are two peas in a pod, and they need to be told what to do. Look at that vegetation. When we get into that, she's doing a cooking uh, show, doesn't do a bit of cooking, and has well, the goal to all, release a cookbook
4: And when she's 300 are, pounds. <laughs> and people who are grifters literally have released documentaries on how they do this. Yes. How they know that these people are so insecure. Yeah. And so able to just receive this information. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Well, my, my wife watched um, Inventing Anna, and she told me I got to check oh, it yes. out. Oh, yes. And uh, I think Raven's going through it now. And that fucking – I just keep saying that actress that plays the, the real character, who I didn't hear into an, in an interview until after the show, I, I thought she, she, she's amazing because she, I want to fucking knock her in the head because she's yeah. so annoying. That accent <laughs> – But she took these people, she took, she made these, these people took a bath on her and I don't have any sympathy for them, but she's so obnoxious that I I go, this is grifting. It's a perfect grifting story.
4: It is. It's a, it's a, that grifting story. I don't respect what she did to her friends, like people that were close to her, Mm -hmm. but I do give some sort of respect to her game. Oh, and yeah. the fact that there is this, there is this elitist class that just gets this, that gets these things mm-hmm. because of, they are who they are. Because they say we have this trust fund, and so you should give me this checking account with this two hundred and fifty thousand dollar balance, or you should give me these things, and they actually do it or free plane rides or. F- Anything, hotel rooms, whatever. And it just blows my mind that this person is literally shining a mirror on what happens every day in the real privileged life of people.
0: Well, that's why you, uh, That's why I have way more respect for somebody that comes from nothing like Aristotle Onassis, not as a human being, just in terms of his acumen and his business. What he was able to do, literally coming from fucking rags, literally yeah. not having a home for himself. And he sc- scraped and clawed and did what he could do, at one point become the richest person in the world and uh, one of the most successful shipping magnates. And the idea that this person has played three-card money on the streets. You know, they had the fucking crap game. They did whatever they fucking could to make it and did make it and kept it. Kept it. That's the person you take over the hedge fund asshole who never suffered. So uh, in, the, in the case of Robin and Howard...
4: Yeah, right. That's exactly right. That's why you don't sympathize with Robin over somebody... Not sympathizing, but just understanding.
0: Yes. So like you have, the street smarts cannot be, what's that expression from Carlito's way? Goes, you get one thing about, you know, being a gangster, you can't have a late start and you can't go to school for it, something like that. You cannot learn this on the fly. You have to have lived the life to know the life. Listen,
4: I'm marrying somebody who's one of the most street smarts people. <laughs> street smarts be people, I know. That's, you can't, You innately are or you aren't.
0: And your gut is usually never wrong. It's a code of
4: conduct, too.
0: Yeah, your gut is usually never wrong. If something feels wrong initially, it most likely is. I've often gone by that. What was that one line? Artie goes, uh, sometimes my gut will talk my heart and my mind out of something.
4: (laughs) You're very, you Artie, that's why I think most people like you, me, we just, you resonate with it. You get it.
0: Well, I mean, anyway, let, let's, let's, let's try to get through this one. It, I can we got, we're like Deborah, it's like me and Deborah, we took a 10 minute clip and make it two hours. This part, but this one, like I said, guys, the betrayal aspect of this fascinates me to no end because she should have seen this coming from the beginning and she didn't. And I do not understand, even though we've gone through it all, I cannot comprehend why I cannot comprehend how she didn't at least lose one friend along the way who'd had the guts, who was a real friend who said, you've got to ditch this asshole. Because we'll never know. She'll never talk about that part of her life.
4: Because she doesn't have anybody that's really close to her.
0: I'd say that's the only answer. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I'll change the topic if you want.
3: But, uh, yeah, John's better now, so don't worry about John. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh,
1: that was my very next question. (laughs) How is John? (laughs) Um, and
3: it was really good to see everybody
1: else. Okay, a little bit more. By the way, Baba Boo, I'm gonna call. I'll call you about this. Uh, you don't have to call me. All right, well if you don't want to talk about no, it, I'll force just, uh, it. You should call me though, because I would like to know.
0: <laughs> just to, yep. so you know, that's that's very telling. I would like to know. Not that I'd like to help. I just want to be fucking in the know. I want to know everything about this.
4: He knows something about it, and yeah. it bothered him because, like I said before, my theory.
1: Hmm. No, I would like to offer my advice. Cut it out like a cancer. That's my advice.
4: I know what your
3: advice always is.
1: Right. Trust me. Surgery. A surgery is the answer. <laughs> Put that stomach band on. Oh, so
4: yeah, if that was if that was your advice, if that was his, if that was his advice. He would have sensed that from the beginning and said it if he was a real friend. It's only when he thinks that he possibly could become in peril Mm. from this breakup, not breakup relationship romantically, but breakup professionally with her and Brendan. That is the only time you hear him say something about this he says it's weird or he's not sure or what right. to make of it and they pry her and pick her a little bit on that
2: yeah 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 but
4: this is the only time you see him definitively this opinion yeah. which is very to me telling
0: i'll tell you one i'll go you one further i think he knew about because they they can tell these things about each other but not about themselves they don't have that yep so he knew it was a grift from the onset, as everybody else did, but would not be able to find the same thing happening to him because his, his ego and his narcissism would not allow him to believe he was being taken for a ride. So he sees t- it. He's t- like he he can't wait. He can't wait for the he's the schadenfreude king. He can't wait for it to crumble to pieces. But he's he's going to allow it to happen because he needs her to be brought back down to Earth a bit.
4: Right. But he needs to know how it crumbled and what he's going to say, because I guarantee you Mm -hmm. her relationship with Ralph, everything else. Don't think for five seconds that they didn't talk some Mm -hmm. smack or some tea about that. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm in camp. He is trying right now, Howard, to cover bases of what does he know? What did you tell him?
0: Yeah.
4: How is this going to explode on me? Am I going to be on the New York Post?
0: He's got the tea towel out. He's looking to clean up the spill. He wants to see exactly how far it goes. Next clip, guys, is the marathon talk from 1027 the following day after the, quote, betrayal. And there's a little more betrayal talk here. And she discusses it. But basically, it's damage control. It's uh uh you know like him trying to soften the blow a little bit wiggy towards robin and here we go
1: new eye makeup for robin
0: you know? every day it's new it's new
1: <laughs> it's a different style of eye makeup i, I see what you're doing i have
3: different shadows in there and i mm-hmm. do different things i never could do the same thing twice
1: this is a winner he stick with it, it. yep stick i don't with know it.
3: how to stick to it well, i don't know what i'm doing
1: well then you have a problem <laughs> pay attention no that's a good look today well, thank you yes
4: Okay. when does (laughs) Howard ever really say anything about her makeup or hair? I'm
0: I'm glad you said that.
4: Or that's yeah. The only thing he ever talks about is if she loses weight. Oh, yeah. Not if she gains weight. Then he just talks about fat people in front of her and pretends not to notice (laughs) she's the size of a couch.
0: Well, the other thing is, you know, that he's full of shit because, yeah, exactly. There's that the he's just trying to soft sell. Whatever's going on and cushion things like like I said, because he knows it's gotta come up, but he's so uncomfortable. So he'd rather talk about anything more trivial. And there's nothing more trivial than someone's makeup, you know. Well,
4: I mean, yeah, and on top of it too, Robin, it is a little weird to me that they do have Howard TV, but I'm sure if Robin really wanted it, Fillmore, if Robin really wanted it, they could have paid for a makeup artist. Sure. To do her makeup. I mean, you know, if she can't manage to do a look twice, I, I personally am really good at doing makeup. So I enjoy it and love putting it on. And I could duplicate a look anytime, make up different looks, try different things. I love Mm -hmm. doing it. But for some people, they are challenged that way. So if Robin is admitting she's challenged that way, I don't understand why they wouldn't just pay a makeup artist, especially with that budget. It's not that expensive.
0: Well, let's face it. They have someone. They pay someone to do just about everything there, except apparently take out the garbage and clean out the refrigerator. But they pay you know,
4: Ralph to curl his fucking wig.
0: Oh yeah, and I, and someone Ryan, one of our one of the friends of our podcast, he uh, messaged me a clip from two thousand five that I'm going to play you later. It's about Gail King and Oprah and Artie and <laughs> Ralph and Howard, and uh, I don't know if you ever heard it, but it's an amazing. Bit of candor, actually. Um, oh, but either way,
4: Gail King on his side, no, really, pissed me off yesterday. She did an interview with Jim Carrey over the Will Smith slap
2: mm-hmm. with Chris
4: Rock at the Oscars,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: and she said, "Well, don't you think that uh, it it elevated to that level that somehow he elevated it to that level, and Jim Carrey shot it down like no." There is no excuse for anybody to jump up on a stage and assault somebody. He said, no, that's <clears throat> sickening. Well, and...
0: Jim Carrey might be a, a lech. He might be a fucking herpes-ridden cock, cock stain. Yeah, he might and he's, be, done uh, his own, he, he's
4: done his own assaults on stage.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he he might be a 20 million per film shithead these days, but he also started stand-up, and he he, he basically, with he was a clean friend of Sam Kinison back in the day, they kind of had roots together and uh, he's never going to side against a stand-up,
4: Never. Well, it just, it just befuddled me that when it's that Hollywood crowd with that mentality that you side with, like your team, like Gail King, you're, Mm -hmm. you're trying to make up excuses for it. And I don't Mm -hmm. like that. I don't Mm -hmm. like it because if it was somebody you didn't like, you would say no excuse. She did the same thing with the Jussie Smollett interview. Like Mm. no pushback on any of these weird details that he's putting out that don't make any fucking sense.
1: Think about what you did and repeat I'll it. I
4: try to repeat it.
1: You're shining. You're glowing. <laughs> I think you're glowing because you're almost done with that marathon training.
3: Well, that, that helps.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> marathon training. It can't see.
3: I'm on the tapering. I feel a lot better.
1: Tell the truth. Are you sorry that you started this whole thing? And once you're in it,
3: you can't,
0: <laughs> you can't stop. Get that. <laughs> he knows. He knows.
4: Tell us the truth. Now that you're not going to get to the dick at the end of the rainbow. Are you, are you sorry that you yeah. started pretending to care about marathons and fucking people? The pot
0: the pot of dick. Jesus Christ. Well, he's he's right enough to ask that because But it's funny, he wouldn't have had the balls to do that before she said, oh, it's a betrayal, this and that, and the other thing. He wouldn't have made um, cast dispersions, and she would have been insulted, like, oh, what are you talking about? Of course, charity is my main goal. How could you dare possibly, you know, or she'd laugh it off.
4: Uh, Yeah, she'd mostly laugh it off, but then she, once they started becoming more uh, annoyed by it, that's when Mm -hmm. she started becoming more annoyed with their contempt for it
0: oh yeah big time
4: what i'm sorry about is not that i decided to do it
1: yes
3: it's that within that time like i'm tired of running now right and it'd be great to just stop (laughs) and give myself a break for a little while and then come back to it fresh i can't do that i just have to keep going no matter how tired you get no matter what's going on
1: so if you had to do it all over again and i said to you Robin, we can erase this commitment. Would you just say, oh, yeah, I would never.
3: Right now, there's something on the table.
0: OK, <clears throat> so Uh-oh. she's got a commitment. She's made a commitment to whatever she's going to. She's going to run for 15 foundations. She's wearing 15 foundation gear on her when she does the marathon. Um. So right. kudos to her for actually trying to do it, at least trying oh, to go yeah. through with the charade. But at this point, she's in between a rock and a hard place. It's short of breaking her leg. There's no way she could get away, get out, you know, get out of doing it.
4: And you know how Robin is with commitments. <laughs> 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 Can we call up any of those little sisters? <laughs> and let, them know how, let them know how committed she is.
0: What was amazing about her, and you mentioned little sisters now, she did stay in contact with that Leah uh, from the book, the little sister she bailed on. Um, I just don't know. I I had to look it up. She's she's mentioned a couple times the kid grew up and had kids of her own, married, I believe, and was pretty stable as far as I understand. But it's funny how that just – if you just went into the – got your biographical information from the show, you still wouldn't know a lot about Robin outside of what they tell you.
4: Yeah, and it is a little weird that if that was if that was something tremendous you did in your life, wouldn't you be more apt to talk about it? Sure. Like, wouldn't wouldn't you be more forthcoming, especially on a show that's supposedly you know, four or five hours on, a day every honesty. day? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well it just
4: seems weird that it was never discussed.
0: I think if if um, he was pressed for content, um, and he might, you know, especially during the Artie years, which would never have been the issue because he just fucking doubled and tripled down on Artie content to keep the fucking serious boat afloat, the show afloat. Anyway, anyway, um, with her, he might have been desperate enough to try to go down that road, but I think even he knows she doesn't want to talk about that stuff, and he's not interested enough in her shit to bring it up and make the show about her.
4: I agree with you, but I also think, like, even when you say, What did you do this weekend? There was never mm. a weekend where you heard, Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe once mm. every five years or something, you would hear she did something for that oh, yeah. little sister. But for mm-hmm. the most part, you know, she would, it's not like she spent a great amount of time and effort with it.
0: No, no, certainly not.
3: That I have to consider because it might be a good thing for 15 yeah but it's like are you out of your
1: mind i don't understand
3: well i have an offer they want me to do the san francisco marathon (laughs) i was like are you out of your mind oh my god (laughs) stop it but i have to think about
0: it well i have
3: to really consider it yeah
0: (laughs) why would they be out of their mind if you've agreed to run one marathon why would it be out of order for, for them to think you'd run another one
4: Of course. And especially since she's on this whole new rebranding of health and running and wellness and, you know, green drink and whatever bullshit she's peddling. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. She could do it if there was still that carrot known as Brendan Murphy's (laughs) cock, you know, at the end of the finish line.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is those places that if there's, if it's the same place or a place she's already gone to, yeah, they would absolutely hit her up for that because most of the time they do share soft touches and they say, look, we have a contributor, we have a donor, we have an organ and she's, you know, we have someone who could give money or at least throw your charity into the same pot, into 15 foundation and make money, money for you and blah, blah, blah. And so, yeah, that makes perfect sense. But the way she explained it, like, no, what are you talking about? How could I possibly do that? Well, good for you
3: might be a half marathon <laughs> oh my
1: god well hey listen you're, you're turning into quite the runner
3: uh, you know what i i do enjoy i have enjoyed some part of the training it just goes on and on and on and on like i said you can't necessarily stop and so i have said to myself i'll probably continue to do long runs every once in a while because there's something really good
0: about it. What part of the training did you enjoy? The psychological aspect of... She's full of shit, by the way. You don't train for a fucking... Marathon by doing 4ks. You train by doing half marathons, and you work your way, and you get yourself into a flow. Uh, the most I ran was 10k, and that fucking killed me because it was in 100% humidity, and I saw people like passing out on the, in the run, and uh, like May fucking 20 something degrees. It was it. Oh, sorry, Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. So someone who, like her who has no business being in the marathon um should be she should have been like i said she should have had a marathon tutor her trainers were feeding her a line of shit they and or the, or they were told look just you know well, humor her up
4: and or they tried and she totally said i'm not doing that and i'm doing it my way and you're going to have to coach me around my bullshit
0: well, that might be very well the case. And actually, that that probably is more likely. Like, she knows better. What are you going to do? What are you to tell her? I lost all this weight, blah, blah, blah. She lost the weight because she went down to almost no calories per day. And yes, she was doing some exercising clearly.
4: I. I... <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. I just get frustrated as a, as a former runner, and I would love to get back into it again. But uh, again, I don't worry. I, I'm worried about my joints now that I'm older. So I have to keep with like soft, sort of less intensive, like uh, yoga or swimming and things that won't fucking destroy my, uh, my knees and my ankles. Well, so I'll,
4: I'll keep up with my steady years of doing zero running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: i can do something that i didn't know i could do or are you talking about the actual physical activity
4: well the physical activity is
3: good the results are good you know like yeah. i'm really like i feel a lot stronger more fit yeah i don't know i mean i guess a result of it i don't necessarily feel fit but i feel strong you know like i can do things you know like i was carrying around this really heavy bag and it never even occurred to me how heavy the bag was
0: uh you're not from Krypton, are you? Now she carries around a different bag, poor thing.
4: I don't get um, it. You feel strong, you don't mm-hmm. feel fit, but you feel strong. I What?
0: I don't know. <laughs> probably just cuz she doesn't have any fucking nutrients in her, but she's lost weight and she she can handle certain things. Who knows? It makes no sense. Um but again, weight loss and being fit are not the same thing. You could easily lose all kinds of weight and still not be healthy and not be fit.
4: I think um, you know, I, for one know I'm not s- strong in the sense of, like, upper body strength. Like, I watch my daughter at gymnastics, you know, climb a rope up to a ceiling. You couldn't get me an inch. Like, I, And I remember being able to do monkey bars and stuff when I was a kid. Yeah, Forget that was such it. a
2: thing. Yeah. I
4: can't do it now. She can yeah. do, like, three rows of them and, like, nothing.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
4: that's strength, you know? Mm-hmm. So I get what she's saying about being strong. But I don't understand how you're, you can't, how can you be strong without being fit? That doesn't make any sense to me.
0: No idea. I mean, I think it's mentally she's so fucked up. She's decided, you know, like, I, I, I mentally she doesn't feel fit. So physically, same shit. She's equating one with the other. That's that's the only thing I can draw from that. Um, and again, they're going to go into the betrayal thing in a minute, guys. <laughs> I can't fly.
1: What would you have, to, what would they do for you? In order for you to run the San Francisco Marathon, it must well, be they something. They would
3: collect funds and those funds oh, would go to the 15 Foundation. I see. We'd be their lead charity, apparently. You know, mm-hmm. we're in negotiations.
4: I see. Oh, it all sounds right. so. Well. She sounds so thrilled and enthused now about I know. all of this. Listen to the tone. Yeah, yeah. I you know, would just be like doing this thing and, hey, I'm the negotiation. She doesn't sound like that person who we were listening to through this whole saga that. Made these really pronounced statements about yep. charity throughout,
0: yeah. and that was five months previous, guys. If someone's that much of a uh, fucking charity dilettante that they act like that five months later,
4: yeah, I, I now mean, they're treating it like criminal. email spam.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those AOL CD-ROMs used to get them. Good luck to you. Good luck. It sounds like see,
1: a...
3: you're talking about running through San Francisco. Are you crazy?
1: <laughs> San Francisco is very hilly I, just I know mind you. I know believe me I know uh, New York is bad enough San Francisco is monstrous yeah. well, You know yeah, what but...
4: if Robin Ran the San Francisco marathon Maybe she could take a shit and piss Right on somebody's lawn like she Said she did that one time <laughs> oh, God, Remember that was, that was it, the she'd, worst story. Fit, she'd fit right in now
0: <laughs> Well yeah and in this particular show Absolutely wasn't the one where she She tried to get to work and she had an accident i won't talk about it because it'll get you disgusted but yeah you know the the one you're talking about is when she used the garden hose
4: hose. yeah (laughs) that would be totally (laughs) normal now because the homeless in san francisco just piss and shit everywhere now that's acceptable
0: love you well i thought you meant just the scat talk on the show being what it is
4: no i meant literal people pissing and shitting all over the street in certain cities
0: (laughs) Uh, it's fertilizer you know something to think about I just look around
1: San Francisco and I'm exhausted.
3: Yeah, walking San Francisco is enough. <laughs> Hello, Frisco.
4: <laughs> he he'd be. <laughs> I just picture the opening of Full House. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's at a bus stop sleeping. <laughs> <He's> so exhausted. <laughs>
2: exhausted. Uh, right.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's absolutely right.
3: And when you see, you know, like now when you're in the park, sometimes you see those runners from Africa.
2: Yeah. <gasps>
3: amazing bodies of course i can't do that look at them
0: okay first of all marathon runners don't have amazing bodies they're amazing athletes but that's not the same thing a gymnast has an amazing body um like a track star has an amazing body but they're you know athletic okay fine but i wouldn't say amazing i they're such yeah it's so shallow (laughs) she's she's not fit (laughs) <laughs>
4: not fit. Well, why then, Robin? I mean, it's, it's weird to me. Like, if this is your entire purpose, which was what you've been saying, and you're also making everybody else in your work environment try to get fit, you know, shoving green drink down oh, their yeah. throat big time, and you're saying yourself you don't feel fit. I mean, <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> I forgot all about that. That because that's you're right. That's happening in conjunction with all of this. Yeah, so and it's been happening me, for a couple of years.
4: Listen to me to get fit and tips and advice. But you know what? I don't feel fit.
0: <laughs> oh man, you can do anything.
4: You're they, superwoman. They they just look
3: like they were born to run, as Bruce Springsteen must have said right. when he saw them.
1: Maybe you were born to run. <laughs> well,
3: uh... and yes, I have determined now. That it was a betrayal.
1: Oh, well, when are you going to talk to me? Betrayal
3: with a little B, not a big B.
1: When are you going to talk to me?
0: What the fuck Mm. is that supposed to mean? (laughs) What the fuck does that even mean?
4: (laughs) A little B, not a big B. That is very immature language. And for somebody her age to assess something like that and that couch it that way is embarrassing.
0: So, what do you think between yesterday, the day before, and today? Someone's told her, "Look, you never had a fucking chance, you fucking fat blob, piece of shit. You, you, you were, you were deluded. You deluded yourself, and yeah. uh, get with it." Sorry.
4: I think the realization of her delusion might be washing over her a little bit, so it took it down from a big B to a little B.
0: Hmm. Oh my lord! Like Bell Hooks, the way she spells it's her name. Still
4: <laughs> not even a B to begin with it's a d for
0: dolt d, <laughs> d for denial d for dipshit you name it guys Lons. there's loads of d's yeah
4: i
3: haven't ha- this is how busy this keeps me yeah. i don't have time to talk
0: well i feel
1: like you're avoiding the conversation i'm not
3: avoiding any conversation right. my dear i love you and i would always
1: talk to you Well. No. i don't know
3: but I had to get that straight in my head first. And somebody said something to me yesterday and I was like, oh, OK, yeah. If you look at it that
1: way.
0: Well, you had time to talk to yeah. somebody, but yeah, you weren't dating the guy. Yeah. So, you know, it doesn't matter who he fucks and doesn't matter if someone slid into home plate before you.
4: Did you ever establish your boyfriend and girlfriend? No. Did you ever say you were faithful to one another? No. Did you ever kiss? No. Did you ever fuck? No. So why in this immense amount of time you've spent together with nothing but um, a platonic relationship, but you wanting something on the other end but not getting it, think that you deserve it? One, Mm -hmm. and two, think that you can somehow manipulate somebody else into giving you what you want, that you deserve that, even if the other person doesn't want it. You let that happen to you.
0: Yes. So, but do you believe deep down inside she thought, okay, he's gonna feel obligated to fuck her as a pity fuck because, yeah, right?
4: I think she thought she could. No. What I said in the, in the last part of this is, I said, I think she thought she could get her way into a controlling, bearded sort of relationship that Howard has. Mm -hmm. I mean different because Robin would actually be physically attracted and fuck the person versus right. Wiggy who's been right. with Ralph we think right. all these years but okay. I do think that she thought I can do this with Brendan mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she didn't get what she wanted and she thought Brendan would just be that you know happy servile control the thing that she could control
0: My, yeah but I mean like do you think he, she would think she was also thinking on a peripheral level well if I spend enough money He'll feel obligated to throw me one.
4: Yeah, like, yes. And normally it's a guy doing that for a girl. (laughs) And normally a girl full well knows what she's doing when she's taking advantage. Oh, you want to take me where you want to do this for me? You're not obligated to fuck him. You know what I mean? Like, you're the sad sack who wants to do all this nice shit or take, you know, whatever. (laughs) I mean, it's a morality thing if you want to be that person and take advantage of it. But yeah. nobody said you can't and yeah. nobody's saying you have to. And a guy who puts themselves in that situation, full well knowing it's a Hail Mary shot. That's up to you. <laughs> it
0: reminds me of that old dice bit. Where he goes, he sees a couple in the crowd and he goes, first date, huh? No. Third date. Of course, the trip. They'll fuck for a trip. He goes, dinner don't even get you jerked off anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
4: ah.
3: Well, it's somebody I talk to on a regular basis. I see.
1: All right. Well, that's a good thing you figured it out.
3: I don't think you would have provided a lot of clarity. Oh, I bet I would have. (laughs) You would have just provided a lot of anger.
1: No, I bet I would have provided a lot of clarity. Really? Yeah. All
3: right. Well, then I'll talk
1: to you. Yeah, I think you need clarity. That's what I think. (laughs) I think you're fogged up from running.
0: She so knows him. She knows, like, the the last person you want to talk to is this asshole about your problems.
4: Well, she also knows what he's going to say about it.
0: Oh, yeah. I told you so. Or Well, he never did.
4: She doesn't want to hear what Mm -hmm. she knows to be Mm -hmm. true.
0: Oh, that's true. Absolutely. But also she knows it's not going to be like he's going to give her any comforting words. So even on a level of quote unquote friendship, he he can't help.
4: It seems like a lot of these people she went to, though, weren't saying, I can't believe he did that to you. Right. <laughs> I don't. You know what I mean? So that's why the big B went to a little B, because I really don't think she got a lot of um, echoing. Of right. Her upsetness about that's this. right. She I didn't really get a consensus.
0: <laughs> she was looking for a consensus, and everybody was like, what "She are you? can't
4: find anyone."
0: <laughs> right? Like, were you dating? No. So, what are you upset with? You know? Um, and actually, We've been
4: trying to tell you for years.
0: <laughs> well, it's not like here's the thing. Like back in the day, uh, my I had a I mean I still believed it when I was single. I still believed if my buddy and I both liked the same chick. And he slid into home plate. I couldn't honestly be mad at the guy because it's the pursuit. That's what happens. That's who she chooses. You know, all's fair in love and war. But if um, you knew that a, a friend of yours was really mad, like head over heels over this chick, would you date her? And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. Because especially if I didn't feel nearly as strong, I would actually take myself actively out of the equation because it would hurt my friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I know loads of people say, well, fuck it. They're not dating. It's all, it's open, open season. I go, yeah, but there's loads of fish in the sea and there's loads of opportunities elsewhere that you don't have to do that. And you can actually still make out. All right.
4: Now, what if Brendan became like ingrained within this Howard Stern, you know, society of people like uh, the people on the show or whatever and friends of Robin Mm -hmm. and had been hanging out all this time. Is he supposed to lose all these friends now? Like, would Robin, would it be wrong of them to continue friendships with him?
0: Well, then we're getting into sort of the Florentine uh, question. Like, when he he's dating her and then suddenly he's not, um, do, does everybody else go, oh, well, you know, he did wrong by Robin? Or not even that. It's just, well, he's not with her anymore, so we can't associate with him. Most people who were already friends with him say, no, that, nothing changes.
4: Right. So,
0: yeah. So, I mean, on on her end, no, no big deal. And Howard, of course, was so divested of the whole Brendan thing and the 15 Foundation. It's nothing for him. It wouldn't be even if even if they were friends or became friends, it wouldn't be anything for him to just rub, you know, wipe him from the slate.
4: Well, the Florentine thing is different because they had a relationship with Florentine beforehand. Sure. And so that's different. I'm saying Mm -hmm. what if Brendan became friends? Not saying that he was. Mm -hmm. But what if? What if Robin asked people in her life not to associate with him anymore over this? Like, would that be okay?
0: I don't know. I see that her dynamic and Howard's dynamic are not quite the same because even though she's got money, she got deep pockets, not as deep and not as. I don't think there's any. I'm saying on a moral ram- sense. Yeah, I don't think there's any real ramifications. Like people would go. I think people would be less reticent to let someone go just because Robin told them not told them they should.
4: If it were you and you were friends with Robin, but you were also right. became good friends with Brendan right. throughout this, would you stop talking to Brendan because Robin told you?
0: No. Okay. No, if unless I thought that person did her wrong. Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a disconnect there. Although a lot of people just to be sycophants, like a Shuley type person would go, yeah, fuck him. Fuck, you know, like, fuck him. He, you know, he did you wrong just to get on her good side, just to ingratiate themselves with her. I don't see it to too, too many people doing that.
4: I'd see if they actually really dated and had a relationship. And I was friends with Robin first. I would see the point. But with this, it's weird.
0: Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It's almost like when divorced couples and like, can you be friends with the, yeah, yeah. And, and one's definitely at fault. Like one of them's at fault. It wasn't a mutual parting of the ways. There was definitely an imbalance in terms of guilt. Um, that's like an affair. Become, yeah, an affair, somebody or just abusive or something like that. And um, that's when it makes sense to pick sides. I get that completely. So uh, in this case, is there really a wrong? I don't think so. No. No. So I mean the only thing wrong is the, the fact whole that she's thing a the
4: fraud. whole <laughs> yeah the the whole um architecture of this relationship yeah. is wrong. So oh, yeah. it's it's a rotted core.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And and the grift like if, if people spotted the grift they would in if in the the minute they spotted the grift the, that's first thing they would do is say okay I got to put up with this asshole for Robin's sake and that's the extent of it.
4: Yeah, they inherently knew Yes. Something was rotten.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll I take said, that little you know, B and make it a big B.
4: That's Ooh. what I thought you would
1: yeah. do. You'd be sure of that.
3: But, you know, I did think about something you said with the running. You said, I like that you're running so much because you're like a lot less energetic. Yeah. And since I started tapering down the running, I'm really energetic.
0: Yeah, you need more running. <laughs> so she's so now admittedly she's tapering off the running. I guarantee you, since she finds out this thing happens, she's like, Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck the health. Fuck everything. She's in a tailspin.
4: Because right before a marathon, that's what you do, you train less.
0: <laughs> you stop you stop training completely. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: Start eating more I, less. I
1: was thinking, yeah. You're not doing enough running. You know how Ditka surprised us when he said, Hey, I'm against helmets in football? Yes, yeah. And it made sense. Right. I'm for you running <laughs> more. Yeah, more running. I don't think you do enough. I think you run 26 miles every day. Uh, let's talk to. No, you have tremendous energy. I've never seen anyone with a a drive.
4: It it is weird that Robin's energy, so called energy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. skyrocketed during this period when she was pursuing Brendan, and yes. then completely took a nosedive after that and never recovered.
0: Mm-hmm. Mentally, so, she couldn't get over it.
4: It's, it's bizarre because it's like how, so it, one, shows how her energy didn't come from doing these things. It came from such a shallow, stupid place.
0: Perfect word, shallow. Yeah, she really was all about the dick, and that's that's the genesis of the whole thing. And and the the grift aspect is like the the third or fourth layer of this, where he goes, let's start our own charity, because you know he must have he must have said something to her to to have that happen, because let's get involved ourselves, let's do this, and and that's the, that's the whole genesis of the grift. I mean, I get to plug my fucking shit artwork that I ripped off of people, you get to act like a big cheese and you know do these stupid charity events uh then we can tie this into it and synergy and blah 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 and you manufacturing and whatever and 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 i'll let you believe you have a chance of getting at my my unit
4: yeah it's very it's very obvious and transparent when you think of it in hindsight and then just see how she is has lived her life since
0: Well, it was also I I think it was very obvious to most everybody at the studio from the onset because this guy just pops up. If it had been somebody she'd been nurturing, like with the show for years and years or a friend that became more serious and whatever, I think people would have been less hip to it. Right. But because things people come and go out of her life, like the Dr. Ronnie thing, which is a whole Mm -hmm. other saga. That's when people go, oh, it's another one (sighs) of those. It's a fad. Fad friend. Fad diet, fat magnets, fat fucking green drink. Oh, God. Jeez. God. <laughs> Thank God we don't have to do shit cake. Cause I'll have to find someone else for that.
4: <laughs> I'll film more. You want to go do ayahuasca?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a brand new thing this week. Like, it's it's wild. It's
1: almost crazy. So you, you hop on a plane and you're in L.A. and then you're back and you're running and... Uh... I almost think you should run in place during the show <laughs> with a big treadmill.
3: That's probably true. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That yeah. now that I'm beginning to taper down, I'm like, wow, mm. I don't really need sleep.
1: Well, something's going to crack. That's my prediction. If you don't uh, get more regular, I am regular. Get those sleep. I haven't been able to run since I broke my toe, and I'll tell you what.
0: Okay, yeah, we see the effects, Howard. I'm not.
4: It almost seems like a bit. Which she's describing as mania, mm-hmm. um, very manic, uh, like in a bipolar sense.
0: Yes, very much so. Like when she's down, she's down. She's not doing anything. She's in that fetal position in a blank warm in a wet blanket. But when she's up, she's, you know, ready to take on the world.
4: And then, yeah, and then the emotional, you know, outbursts and leaving the show and. It's just, it's, it's, see, it really portrays somebody who's bipolar and is in a state of mania and then goes into a state of depression.
0: Mm -hmm. And you may never hear about it at all. It's just you won't hear from them. Uh, You'll see them when they pop back up, when they get out of it, when they recover, perhaps.
4: I'm not diagnosing Robin. I'm just saying it does, she does display very manic behavior.
0: Oh, yeah. Extreme highs and extreme lows. And let's, and maybe the weight fluctuations are, um, Uh, a sort of symptom of that?
4: You know, because people want, and me, because I have a friend who's bipolar, it's like they do take on all of these projects and they take on a lot of uh, no sleep and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're just... It's 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 bizarre and it's yeah. a little bit like you can't get them to settle down oh, like no. this.
0: Yeah. I've got a friend who's diagno not diagnosed, he's undiagnosed, but absolutely is bipolar. He would he when he got into CrossFit, he wouldn't shut up about it for about forty days. Then you never heard him talk about it again. Uh, veganism depended on she, what she month got it into was, running. that kind of shit. She got yeah. into
4: marathon running and it was, mm-hmm. you know, running every day and then doing all this weird shit. And I was just like, I mean, you know, but you in quick, d-
0: but in quick succession, like, was it like, yeah. And then like all full, of a sudden on. It,
4: full on and then it would be crash. Right. And then you wouldn't hear from her. You had to go find out what the hell's going on and mm-hmm. where are you just like drops off the face of the earth for a few weeks. And, you know, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. And I can hear yeah. some of that in Robin.
0: Well, I think first of all, the, the whole 15 Foundation was what that was a culmination of she's feeling better, she lost some weight. People are whispering in her ear, "You should do this, you should do that." So she has an agent, she has this, she has she has friends saying, "Oh, well, why don't you do this?" Maybe just so she can get off their fucking back and keep herself busy." Then she finds she has the energy, but it's not really the energy. She doesn't have the energy. It's fake energy based on her getting attention from doing said things.
4: Also, it's it's a drive to like um, in the one episode we cover, Jason said it's because she got jealous over the 60 minutes piece. And as much yeah. as you want to say, no, it's not a lot of it is she oh, did yeah. say that it bothered her. So I think there's this undercurrent of just being always the second fiddle to mm-hmm. somebody that she's always had to cover for, oh, always yeah. had to placate to. And so there's a bit of that too going on.
0: Oh yeah, it's ego. It's ego driven, but at the very least, and th- and also not just that this guy she's been he's been sort of seen as the, the uh, the the big the head honcho, but that he's just as much an idiot as she is. Right. Yes. Like they're, they're like they're two they're two knobs, but one of them because was called a genius, and the other was forever called a hanger-on or sidekick.
4: A hole.
0: Yeah. Basically. Yeah, the voice of reason, (laughs) the voice of echo chamber shit. Anyway, we'll finish this clip and we'll go into the marathon bullshit. Not regular. I mean, in a literal sense. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm all backed up because
1: when you run, everything comes out. Oh, yes. Yeah, well, I do miss running. This is getting real old with my foot. It's just stupid.
3: (laughs) There's no way you could...
1: I think I could run. I think I could tape up my toe and just go because
3: I was talking to my trainer yeah. and
0: he says, you really don't even use your toe. Your baby. What the fuck are you talking about? Your toes keep your balance. They help keep your fucking balance. If It's your she's baby toe. OK, fine.
4: Robin, she's a nurse, Fillmore.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let the
4: nurse speak.
0: Oh, yeah. Once you mounts the patient, supposedly baby toe. Now, what he doesn't
1: understand is that you whenever you bear weight on your feet, you uh, curl your toe, you curl, and what happens is the, the doctor said to me, you could probably go running, but if you curl it enough, the bone won't um, uh, heal straight.
3: Right, but you could, like, run less and make sure you don't
0: yeah. use that. Part of your foot oh, or something. Good hey, Woody, advice, me pre- Thanks. Or something. Registered retard, registered nurse. Jesus, Jesus
4: Christ. Christ! Oh my. Yeah, Lord. you you could just try it out and then you know see what happens. Yeah, what are, <laughs> what,
0: what, 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 why don't you go fishing in the Amazon and wear a bathing suit made of meat when the piranhas <laughs> are near you? <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? How that was how gonna happen. Yeah,
1: bike ride with this big giant boot on. So I don't know sure. what's going on. I don't, I'm having a conversation with a doctor. I'm going to talk to him because um, my friend Pat said to me that.
4: yeah, certainly should be able to buy it. That's what he said. Your, your wedding speaker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next clip, guys, is called More Pre-Marathon Bullshit. This is 1-11-10, on November uh, 1st, and the she's about a week away from doing the marathon. Here we go.
1: I don't know. I, I, we didn't go to any Halloween parties or anything. We just hung out.
3: Yeah, I'm like a recluse now waiting for this race. You know, like I no. can't go party or do anything. And I'm just sort of sitting at home, sleeping every second.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about you this morning, actually, because I was I woke up really exhausted. I was thinking, oh, Robin must really be tired. <laughs>
0: yeah, Howard, what a surprise. <laughs> I woke up really exhausted. OK, um, so this is her preparation, by the way, guys, being in a fucking cocoon in her bed for a marathon.
4: Yeah, that's why I'm saying that mania is tapering off because now the goal is gone.
2: Mhm. Absolutely.
4: Shiny penis has disappeared.
1: <laughs> and yeah, now you're waiting around. All, not only that also from sort of protecting yourself. You did all this training like don't break your toe like I did like on some stupid thing. Well,
3: that's the thing. You don't go yeah. anywhere, you don't move, you're very careful of everything right. because now
1: what you have to do is
3: get to the race.
1: Yeah, and even if you break your what? toe people go it's fuck not you. Like a-
4: It's not like you're pregnant and a doctor diagnosed you with, you know, something wrong with you where you have to be in bed for the last like trimester or else you might injure something. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Like nobody told you that.
0: If a hockey player let's say an athlete doesn't matter who it is basketball is uh, well not not baseball fuck them because they're mostly tubs of shit a lot of them anyway strong but you know they got they don't have they're not built for this kind of thing when you're doing in anything endurance based so skating's a lot, a lot of sprinting but basketball you need to be very well conditioned football like a European football soccer is what I'm talking about if you're out of commission for any length of time your body loses that endurance like no one's business so you have to maintain a certain level of regular route like you have it it doesn't mean you have to do a marathon a day but you definitely have to keep it up otherwise that every day you miss your body is not is losing that conditioning big time
4: a hundred percent like okay it's not like football where american football where okay if a player has a big game coming up and they need them in the playoffs or something right you you will and say you're up ahead a bunch Yeah, you You take them off. Yeah, you'll take them off because you don't want to chance the fact that like the quarterback or that this person is gonna get sacked or injured Injured. for the next game. Right? So that makes sense. But it's not like they don't stop training during that time period. They don't stop moving, they don't stop conditioning their body for the next battle. Robin is running a goddamn fucking marathon. She's not playing a game with somebody else.
0: She should, at the very least, be doing 10Ks just to keep herself in fighting shape for a fucking marathon. So hence why... It's one of those things where she decided I'm gonna learn how to play. I don't know, smoke on the water in 10 days.
2: He's a
0: Italian, Paul. a
2: phony Yeah, phony. I'm I'm not that. You understand, I'm No, I'm not you. I'm you I don't you I Adesso tu la farà da cacchiarone! E spona da cacchiarone!